Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. If your go-to card is a debit card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Just watch me love myself That's all I want Got what I want That's all I want I'm not sorry I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about reality dating shows like The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a show about separating the men from the boys. And Zach Shalcross. He is a man, or so we are told repeatedly. He's a man with bad bitch energy. Yeah, I think bad bitch energy is what sets apart a man from a boy. That and like pecs, I'm pretty sure. I think we can all agree. Joining us to recap this week is longtime friend of the pod and star of the instantly iconic horror movie, Megan, the great Allison Williams. Allison, it is so good to have you back on the pod. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a blast to be back in this world of soapy torsos and distinctions <laughs> between men and boys. Legal men. We can't stress it enough. This is a man. man. Very much a man. Very man. Yes. Very man. Yeah. Very man. And he's definitely old enough to consent to be treated as America's punching bag. Oh, and they just want to make that very clear. Poor Zach. We're gonna we're oh. gonna try to be a little more positive this episode just because it's making me too sad. It's horrible. Um, Why does anyone do this show, by the way? I don't know. It's a human rights violation. I think that more and more every season we cover it. So just the look on his face is just he knows. It's torture. Anyway. You've just got to be imagining that you're going to be the one guy who comes through it and is somehow a fan favorite, and you're just set for life. That's why they have to bring Sean Lowe in. They're like, remember this guy? Yeah, this People guy. liked him. Yeah. That could be you. you can. You, that could be you, but any woman who's attracted to problematic narcissists will know that that whole idea of, like, maybe I'll be the exception. I'll change him. I'll get in there. <laughs> yeah, it never works The answer is no. Never so works. I guess in that analogy, Zach is the, the girl attracted to problematic male narcissists, and The Bachelor is a problematic male narcissist, which honestly feels right. Uh, that works. That, that works. Out. That's, like, one of the most accurate metaphors I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you so bachelor. much. That's what the English major was for. It was all working towards that. <laughs> 
Let's get into this because uh, the dates finally start this week. And so we've got a lot to dig into. I started to learn some of the women's names this week. Not all. Still working on it. Say, look, we're only on week two. There's time. (laughs) The ladies are finally moving in. Moving on up to a deluxe Tuscan-style mansion in Malibu. They're spreading out in their new digs. Katie's like, I feel like the luckiest girl in the world. And who wouldn't if you got to share a regular guy who likes frozen pizza with 19 other women while living in what Lindsay called the dirtiest place ever. And family (laughs) and football. Yes. Those go without saying. Don't forget Zach's other two personalities. By the way, I am 100% positive that when he prepared that speech, I know that was last week, he remembered it as the three Fs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm positive. It's in the three Fs was his shorthand in his own head. And he was like, just don't, just say the three Fs to the women and then you're good. He's like, just remember to swap faith for first. I know. Pizza. I'm like, you took faith, oh. family, football, and you decided that faith was the one you were going to switch out. <laughs> Wrong room. Read I the mean, room. Risky. <laughs> Read the crucifixes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One woman jokes about how she wants to jump in the hot tub and get wet and then immediately like blushes and gets so embarrassed and is like, that sounded wrong. And I'm like, it didn't. You literally do get wet if you go in a hot tub. But definitely never get wet. It's too, it's too sexual to get wet. I try to avoid ever getting wet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's it's a whorish behavior. (laughs) Yeah, right up there with women <laughs> who poop. Yeah. Oh my god, I I am je- okay. I'm thrilled about that. I cannot wait to talk yeah. about it. Like so women's bodies, let's just not talk about it. Yeah, they yeah. basically don't exist. They're no. dry clean only, and they don't have any emissions of any kind. <laughs> no. Meanwhile, Zach is getting wet. He is putting his showering skills to use. He's sudsing up. He's showing off those Sean Lowe bequeathed moves. We didn't need this. We didn't at all need it. His face was covered in soap. (laughs) I also was like... so sudsy. Is he using no tears shampoo? Because this is a full face. I think think this is a popular style of male bathing, which is just like you do the whole thing with one product and it's just head to toe covered in suds. Yeah. Well, they start as babies when their mom picks out their soap and they're like, that worked then. Why shouldn't it work now? broke. Listen, yeah. I'm supposed to pick out a new product. Um, Yeah, well, I think they they taught him showering. So they're like, we can't put those skills to waste. But they didn't. It's not like a very photogenic shower. It's like very cramped looking and small. Like you need like an outdoor shower in a glamorous setting if you're really going to give me all these suds. I just feel for him like the that stuff only works if it's a guy who's like really into that vibe who's like kind of into the playing into it that yeah. dynamic of like ooh, i'm sexy i'm right. showering that's why it worked for sean because yes. he's very cheeky in that specific way and he yeah. had had sex but was a born again virgin if i remember correctly yeah. and so yes. he could tap yes. into that part of himself that had tapped and then he could tap back <laughs> out of that part of himself and exactly and find a life partner it's all about he, he's balance like, i'm sexy but not sexually threatening yes Jesse Palmer. Zach is like, I'm neither sexy nor sexually threatening. <laughs> oh, Zach. He probably Just feels kidding. sexy is in lovely. completely other situations that have nothing to do yeah. with sharing with Look, cameras, which, I, by the way, popular opinion. Yeah, like, I, too, would find it very difficult to feel sexy with a face and mouth full of soap with a camera in my, like, torso. <laughs> Not good. 
not going to be getting cast in any Herbal Essences commercials anytime soon. Mm-mm. Jesse Palmer arrives at the mansion to tell the women that Zach wants to do something kind of revolutionary. He wants to actually talk to all of them this week. That is the goal that he's set. And that means everyone gets a date, two group dates, and one, quote, unbelievably intimate one-on-one. She's going to shower with him. (laughs) My hopes were high. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, She's going to shower with him and his whole family. She's giving him a colonic. (laughs) (laughs) I also, like... They they just cut more people than usual. Like they yeah. cut a full ten women, so it's they a cut smaller 10. group than usual. So they better give them all a date. The first group date card goes to Brianna, Brooklyn, Catherine, Mercedes, Bailey, Davia, Cat, Genevieve, and Kyle. I'm looking for big, big love. Who's Kyle? Kylie. Kylie. Did I say just a guy named Kyle? You know what? (laughs) It's like, this is how little I know the women's names. I forgot an E on Kylie, and I was like, Kyle, sure, there's a Kyle. (laughs) Didn't even register. Who is Kyle? Did I really, did I miss a whole woman named Kyle? (laughs) This is, this is when you really know someone. You make a typo in their name, and you just go with it. You're like, that's probably their name. This first moment where he's addressing them he he's so like stepping into this role his hair is spikier than it's ever been he talks to them about how they're (laughs) all feeling my favorite thing is that he talked to jess about like how she felt about kissing him and she's like yeah i didn't expect it and i ate a cookie to calm down and i was like was it a pot cookie or are you just 23 and you don't know how sugar works yeah she's 23 (laughs) (laughs) i was like to eat a cookie to calm down like i gotta tell you that's not a good strategy it's not effective i've never been more aware of my age than watching jess no jess is bringing like She's bringing, like, high school energy. Like, she doesn't even understand the concept of having a drink. She's like, a cookie, that's what you have. (laughs) She's a moving, talking version of a girl with her shirt pulled over her knees holding a warm cup of something. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. She's always folded in half, warm, (laughs) but, like, could be warmer. That's her whole vibe. And I'm into it. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. They're, Um, they're, They're doing, like, their class trip, and she's like, can we sing Disney songs on the bus? Yeah, and that was me, it's, so I feel maybe yeah. represented by her. <laughs> it was my friends. I was too shy to sing, but um, I, I find it charming, and also I'm like, wow, it's very 11th grade. Yeah, I yeah. do find it very—she's very charming. The last thing I wanted to say is, like, every season they always say, like, he believes that his wife is in the room right now, but there was something about the way Jesse delivered that line that made me, like, scared. Like, he had been <laughs> married and had misplaced his wife, and he believes she's— <laughs> in the room but he's not 100% sure it felt like a like everyone should have started to look around (laughs) yeah exactly he is going to find the mole (laughs) yeah exactly the women uh, head out to their date at at a club and who should be there on stage but Lotto and her song Big Energy is playing as she sort of poses on stage And then she tells them that today she's looking for some bad bitch energy. And of course, this is a cue for the ultimate bad bitch of the season, Zach Shoutcross, to burst through the stage doors wearing a leather jacket. They were like, how do we make Zach a bad bitch leather? You just got to signal it real hard and the audience will buy it. If the end of Greece taught us anything, it was that if you're in leather and mostly black clothing, you have become edgy and cool and sexy. Yeah. And that's all we need bitch. to say. 
Yeah. I feel like Zach should have come in smoking a cigarette with new bright red lipstick on, and then I would have really <laughs> believed it. That would have rocked my world, and I would be so invested in this season. <laughs> that would change my whole outlook on, like, yeah. the franchise, on Zach, yeah, too. on so me many too. things. Instead, it sort of reminded me of when I decided that I should get a leather jacket. <laughs> Because I'm like, people wear leather jackets. Why not me? Why am I not allowing myself to access that kind of cool, edgy look? But then every time I put it on, it just looked like a mistake. (laughs) And finally, I just quietly put it away in my closet. And I was like, not for me. Because when you're not edgy at all, it just kind of highlights (laughs) that. I guess so. It draws attention to how you're not rising to to that aesthetic. I will say I thought he looked handsome and i'm starting to get a sense like night one it was hard because of all the heels to get a sense for height because everyone's in the highest they're in really he's very tall he's extremely tall and so he is as you guys pointed out that living was it reductress i can't remember whose headline it was that was like my favorite headline (laughs) so but i am getting that that is they're gonna be like a couple weeks of them just absorbing his height and then they'll start to actually i think get to know him and talk to him and listen to him but yeah, right the now they're just there. like, he's 6'4". Yeah. yeah. And that's very tall. That's the thing. It's like they're so blinded by his height because they're next to him. And we don't feel the effect of his height at all. So we're like, where's the rest of it? And they're just like, have you heard how tall he is? And I'm like, we're not going to really feel that sense of awe from looking at like a, <laughs> Unless a you put a GoPro of on one pyramid. of their heads. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah to exactly. <laughs> I need to see exactly where their eyeline rests on his exactly. chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need a, per- yeah, a perspective cam. So Lotto is going to put them through some challenges to show off their bad bitch energy. <laughs> I love these dates that are just like them hanging out in a space being asked to do like little skits and like little ice-breaking exercises. So first she has them do some freestyle dancing um, because bad bitch energy is just confidence and confidence is dancing. And some of the Luckily, women have Zach, a good time with this. Yeah. Zach knows and admits that he's not a good dancer. I was very I did worried. appreciate that. Yeah, I was really worried he was going to be like, I'm excellent. <laughs> I'm super, watch me glow. (laughs) I just want to put them to put him in situations that he does enjoy more. But, you know, they got to get through a lot of dates. And one of them's got to involve dancing. So, but there are like a bunch of NBA dancers. So some of them are Some of these women are like, I'm here. I'm ready to perform. This is my literal job. And some of them... Like Brooklyn. Brooklyn is like, how am I supposed to be good at dancing? I'm from Oklahoma. Like, this is. (laughs) She said, I've got that Oklahoma rhythm, right? It was really funny. I was like, ooh, (laughs) burn. You know what? Um, It's just always more endearing when you know know your strengths and weaknesses. So true. So true. That's my whole brand, is just knowing my strengths and weaknesses. Lotto introduces some more bad bitches who will be joining them. Three women burst through the stage doors and strut out in unison. Of course, it is Victoria F., Tajwan, and Courtney Robertson. I love how I gave one an initial, one nothing, and one her full last name. Because, because Courtney Robertson is, is Courtney Robertson. An icon. The fact that <laughs> she, she, is she wasn't icon. front and center. And I, I love me some Victoria. I like, I get it. And I love Taj. We'll discuss. But Courtney is like, we bow. She is iconic. 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't look at anyone but her once she was out. Same. She's like all I She's see. like the apex for me. She was the winner of my very first season of like really uh-huh. digging in to The Bachelor. So she is like the flash. Yeah. She's uh, Did the, anyone call I don't know. That? She's the template. Yeah. She's it, for people who didn't watch Ben's season, she was like she, I, I don't even know how to describe what she achieved as a Villain. No one's done it since. She managed to just trample all of the competition while remaining completely perfect in the eyes of her romantic target. I mean, no one's done it since. I mean, there could be a more perfectly paired, like, innovative, skilled villain and just hapless lead (laughs) who wanted to believe everything (laughs) she said because she was so hot. That's Um, true. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's just two iconic villains and, like, Taj, who I'm like, is Taj of like I just like kind of didn't understand her placement in this threesome. I kind of feel like they were like Taj might want to join the season. Yeah. And we can recruit these other two women too. That's it such a good point. Like yeah, maybe that's right. It was reverse engineered around. Yeah. I think so. Cause then it's treated mm-hmm. as this whole like, oh, just while I was here being an iconic bachelor bad bitch, I realized I might want to fall in love with you. And I d- don't think that that's how it went down at all. Um, I also think it's interesting that they keep being like, bad bitch energy is being beautiful inside and out. It's being confident. It's being mean. Someone who was really mean to people <laughs> on this show, which was oh, like girl. Courtney's whole thing. Um, and Courtney's like, don't worry, we're not here to steal Zach. We just love Zach, our bestie, and we want to help him find his baddie. And Taj is like, do what you got to do. Your husband's on the line, literally. You don't. Someone did make that literal at a certain point. Who was it that lassoed him? Genevieve, or she nearly choked him with her streamer. Oh, Oh, yeah. She did get him on the line. (laughs) Yeah, she had him dangling. Yeah. Lotto has the women like strut the catwalk, like like the Victoria, Taj, and Courtney did. And they have to just like bring that, that confidence. And so Mercedes, like, comes out first. She's, like, gyrating. And, like, I this was my favorite part because Davia is just, like, in the audience, like, gobsmacked. Like, she is the hottest thing I've ever seen. Like, I can't I tear it. my eyes away from her. <laughs> I was like, I was follow like, this storyline. Make line. out. Make out. <laughs> she's like, Zach couldn't look away from her either. I mean, of course, she's, she's so hot. I assume everyone was <laughs> yeah. just staring at her. Has been staring yeah, at every her. Every season, I just want that to happen so badly. Yeah. Like, I just want two women to fall in love with it's each other. It's one of those moments show. where you're just I like, know. every woman is just obsessed with how hot and sexually appealing other women are, right? Like, that's how all straight women are. It's like, no. Cat mm. uh, then crawls out like a cat. I mean, she's always on brand. Uh, Genevieve tries to. Tries to keep up here. This is when she uh, makes a move with her rhythmic gymnastics ribbon and instead choke Zach with it a little bit. Some of the women are relying on accessories, you know, a pink wig, a gold cowboy hat, angel wings, a gun that shoots out money. Brianna, like, whips out a chair and makes Zach sit in it. And everyone is like, whoa. 
Innovation. I wish I this made me laugh so hard because as she was pulling the chair out, I was like, "Sure, I have her like in a already in a category that the show has helped me put her in that would have a lap dance be impossible in this situation. Like she is, she is not. That's her." And I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to be wrong in a really thrilling way. And then he just sat down and she sort of, like, gave him a kiss <laughs> and, and walked like, away. she's like, a little kiss on the cheek. <laughs> not not even a mouth kiss. Yeah. No. She's too demure for this that. This isn't no. too hot to handle. This is The Bachelor. There are no lap dances. <laughs> there's just there's sitting no, in a there's, chair. As we already discussed, there's no getting wet. There's nothing no. even vaguely sexual except in the fantasy suite which we'll get to in, you know, a couple months. Until then, stay bone dry, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. I think that'll be... (laughs) They're not going to have too much trouble. It's going to be okay. Stand dry until marriage, the bachelor motto. Last challenge. Lotto asks everyone to reveal a time when they were a bad bitch. And I love... I like that Zach's gloss on this. He's like, look, I have to define this for you. Just... A time where you said, no, I'm going to be me. Yeah. He's like, bad bitch energy is like a time when you like stood your ground and you were just yourself. And we're like, (laughs) they were trying so hard. They're like, how do we make multiple different challenges from this one phrase? I guess we just have to pick new definitions for bad bitch energy every time. Yeah. It's like express it physically, express it verbally. That's it really, I think. I think that this made perfect sense without Zach's explanation. (laughs) But it's like once Zach tries to describe it, you're just like, okay. (laughs) Thanks for clarifying. And so the women get up and tell stories on stage about a time that they really stood their ground and were just themselves and said, no, I'm just going to be me. (laughs) While, of course, the the, three veterans are like rolling their eyes in the bleachers. Yeah, of course. But, like, their stories, I mean, whoever knows what the actual order of these were, but, like, when Kylie starts off with being, like, they weren't going to let me perform in a competition because I wanted to wear my natural hair. And then it goes from, like, I'm, you know, uh, I'm in, I live in Oklahoma and I came here, you know, or, like, it just, it's a big contrast is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Kinds of stories. It, It truly ran the gamut. Let's put it that way. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I not only did I compete with my curly hair, I was a bad bitch and I won. And then Bailey is like, I left Tennessee and I found the only 10 I see. I was like, there was there more to that story? Because I'm not I have the same finding. But it does seem like uh, sometimes this happens on the show where this is like the most daring thing someone has ever done in their life. And I'm not saying we don't know enough of her story to know if that's what she's saying exactly. But when people are like, oh, yeah, the craziest thing I've ever done is come on The Bachelor. And it's like everyone here went on The Bachelor. So if you want to stand out, you got to pick a different pick thing. Like, to pick like, your like, second also, craziest to be fair, thing. <laughs> yeah. That's like that is kind of a crazy thing. But yeah, you can't you can't use it. Yeah, it's the one thing that everyone else shares in common with you. Brianna talks about like using her savings to start her own beauty company. Brooklyn makes Zach do a shot with her and then kisses him. I actually think that was like a smart twist on it. If you don't feel like you have a good story is like, I'm just going to do, do the something thing bold. Now. Like, yeah, I think answer that was, the question that was you want, not the question yeah. that you're asked. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and it she's ready. She's ready to, yeah. to run for city council. Yeah, exactly. Lotto ends up 
Leto is a very uh, generous judge. She really is. She's like, you're all bad bitches. Zach has so many great options with you ladies, you bad bitch ladies. I'm so impressed. And Tajwan is like, that sucked. They all sucked. Like, this oh is God. pathetic. Tajwan came in so, so hot. hot. I know. I, it was. It started immediately making me anxious. Me too. I, me too. Me too, me too. Oh, if, don't worry, it gets better for Tajwan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this whole time, I just wanted, like, Zach's demeanor, and maybe this whole show, would be so much better if it was, like, a hidden camera thing. I have a feeling that he is... <laughs> I'm serious. I have a feeling that, like, if he didn't know he was being filmed, if the insane amount of pressure that the show puts on the lead and the way they are going to ruin your life through the course of the season mm-hmm. and thereafter wasn't on your shoulders... These guys would be, like, so much more fun and charismatic and funny and cool. Oh, a- absolutely. He's it's just so He's terrified. And I first... completely... He should be. He should be terrified. <laughs> They've given no yeah. evidence to any of these leads right, the last like, couple years. Right, you're like, this terror and anxiety about saying the right thing is, like, very much earned. And also, it makes for a really bad show. Yeah. Mm. Also, I'm just like, there are a lot... Of, I mean, The Bachelor has this thing that's like, we're just, like, normal, desirable people... They're both, like, the most normal guy and also the most desirable guy in America. And that's a gap they struggle to, like, reconcile because— That's why they end up with so many software salesmen. (laughs) Yeah, and normal guys who are software salesmen often aren't very charismatic on TV. And there's nothing wrong with that. doesn't mean that you can't be, like, a wonderful partner or, like, fun at a party. But, like, you're not casting for, like, that reality TV zing. Right. So, so true. you're just setting up these guys without it to be criticized for not meeting that standard yeah. by us. <laughs> yeah. And I will continue. Okay. Night date. <laughs> um, they're heading off to the party, excited for some intimate time with Zach. Kylie is like, I live, eat, and breathe for a makeout session. And I looked up her age and I was like, yep, I I do miss being 25. That That is yeah. how I felt when I was 25. Oh, man. Mm. I'm I I love my twenties, you know, just so making out was everything. <laughs> and now I'm just like, what if daycare didn't close? That's that's what I care about. That's my passion. <laughs> Zach sits down with Catherine first and he asks her how she got to this point. <laughs> I was like, Zach, what do you need? You have to be more specific. I think he means like, she, what would bring you to come on this godforsaken yes. show? For her credit, yeah. again, she was like, they're all so polished this season. They don't hear the question. They just answer it. She's like, well, a lot I, of want these women spiel. have done, they've done pageants. They know how to just take whatever is thrown at them and redirect it to the answer they've prepared. Yeah. So, yeah. She was ready. So instead of being just like, I am fi- I'm so desperate because dating is such a nightmare. She's like, the important thing about me is that I date very intentionally because I'm looking for a partner. And he's like, that's crazy because like w- me too. And like we have so much in common. There's something here. I don't know. And she says, yeah, I love that we have our best friend thing as a foundation. Like Catherine. This is like their second conversation. We're we're best friends that we have to graduate from being best friends. They've done an entire friends to lovers trope in 24 hours. It's I, this was a good this was a very good move on her part, I think. Oh yeah. To be like, it worked. Let's be clear, this is not a friendship, but we are going to be the kind of best friends we can talk about in our vows, but not the kind of best friends that can't have sex with each other. 
Yeah, exactly. that's sweet. She's Fine. like, it's so great that we're best friends, as we can both agree. She's like inceptioning him. <laughs> we're best friends now. But to be very clear, you're not just my friend. And they make out. Uh, I think that also he has a best friend thing as a foundation with everyone because he told everyone he was looking for a best friend. And then everyone was like, that's crazy. Me too. We have that in common. And so now he has like 20 relationships where everyone is like, the thing, You're my best friend. The thing about us is that we're <laughs> going to be best friends. <laughs> Brianna, meanwhile, has been feeling very insecure because she has oh. not gotten a rose from Zach yet. And she has to sit like a pageant queen, truly, and be like, I'm so grateful to America for picking me <laughs> to be America's rose haver. Yeah. But I am burdened by this rose. <laughs> the crown is heavy. Yes. I would be so happy if I never had to hear the phrase America's Rose ever again. Me too. This this actually made me annoyed. I think that the show saw it as this cute little gimmick that they could use to maybe kind of... I don't believe in the vote because of the timing. It was very suspicious. They were like, you have one and a half minutes to vote on Twitter. And we counted everything and it's in an envelope now. I'm like, okay, they wanted to give Brianna the, the rose. That's fine. But it actually set her up for this very predictable insecurity, which is Zach doesn't want me here. He didn't pick me. Well, he didn't pick okay. me. For starters, he didn't pick any of them until last week. So they were all picked for him, like Brianna. But I also, and yes. since I heard the the people from Game of Roses on your podcast, I've been listening to them. So I am sort of like, and they have, they have gotten intel that their book, How to Win the Bachelor, has been on the set. They've been removed oh, from yes. people's possession. So uh, here's what I'm thinking. I think Brianna saw this as an opportunity of having the rose and trying to appeal to him to be like, I have America's rose, but I I want to have your, your approval is what matters to me. Fuck America. I want your rose. And it just got a little bit, she went a little too far and then got herself into the place where she was like complaining with the other women about it and using it to create a ton of insecurity that then kind of became real and swallowed her whole. Yeah. She started to really spiral and it was, it was a bummer. I also think that it is just like inherently a bit of a, like the person who gets the first rose, even if it's picked by the lead, like remember Hannah gave her first impression rose to that guy and then he was gone within like two episodes. Like I think it can set you up to come in in this weird position where you don't need time with the lead night one and so you don't get it because everyone else is competing for a rose and so you're actually mm. behind in like having those conversations I yeah. just like don't agree with this move from production I do think that she's like trying to work with it by connecting with him over it but I, I it was I think a bad tactical move in the end yeah I think the joy I would just go with the joy of it and the gratitude of it and like keep yeah. it yeah. positive I don't think she, like, landed the dismount on this one. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think she talked herself into having even more anxiety. And exactly. it was a bummer. That's exactly. Yeah. I know. I felt for her so badly. She <sighs> sits down with Zach and just, like, immediately starts, like, crying and is like, I have no support system here. And after we talked night one, I feel like you wouldn't have kept me if I didn't have America's Rose. And Zach is like, no, it's don't be cry. I do see something in you. <laughs> and he's like, if it's okay with you, I'd love to kiss you. <laughs> and they make out. I, I love how like often when he 
can really tell that someone is upset. He's just like a kiss would. Uh, <laughs> he has learned so this. quickly how effective. Yeah, yeah. he's I mean, right. That does yeah, make that does a huge help. difference. <gasps> I think she would have been fine if she had just like given herself a pep talk here and been like, okay, let's squash this within ourselves and just yes, move on now. Like he told you. He wanted you to be here. Exactly. We gotta we gotta trust that for now. Yep, exactly. Cause it's been one day. <laughs> Meanwhile, the group of women are just sitting on the couches discussing how much they've bonded that day and how much they just love supporting each other. And like immediately they have become the best of friends through this wonderful group date. It's weird that they're best friends because they have another best friend. In yeah, they have a them. best friend already. <laughs> He's going to be furious. His wife is in that room somewhere hidden, but he also knows that his best friend is in that room. The room is just filling up with people in Zach's life. <laughs> Which of these confusing. best friends is my wife? <laughs> Bailey is like, I can't imagine if there was drama tonight. I think tonight's going to be fine. They're literally like summoning chaos. They're like talking to producers and being like, I love how there's going to be nothing interesting to show about this date. And the producers <laughs> yeah. are like, I've Hold got an beer. idea to turn this around. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing this for a while. You guys are all nice. That makes it a little harder, but we're, we've got this. Everyone seems nice at Ugh. first. I think we can figure out a way around this. So, of course, here comes Taj Wan strutting into the building. She's like, a bad bitch is about to enter the building. Someone has hyped her up and been like, Taj, you have to come in really intensely. You have to come in hot. You're a bad bitch. Like, make your presence known. Own it. Don't make apologies. And you're just like, no, this is all the wrong advice. Stop. Don't do it. She's like, Zach is amazing. He's nice. So... The full nice. package. Also nervous, which is another part she of the full package. She loves his nervousness. Yeah. We all love just a guy who's nice and nervous. And she's like, I want a shot with Zach. So she interrupts Zach and Kat having their, their conversation. Zach seems very confused and bewildered, but he does agree to chat with Taj for a minute. And she tells him that she would just love to, you know, bad bitch energy, just lay it all out there. And add herself to the mix. And it seems from Zach's initial reaction that he is not sold on this. He's like, yeah, uh, of course I wouldn't want to hold myself back from someone who could be my person. I just need some time to think about it. Meanwhile, the women have completely worked themselves into a lather (laughs) and are ready to go just like confront Tajwan on mass about this because it is just so not okay. Like they gave up their lives for this, and she's just swooping in. How is that? Gave up her life. (laughs) Gave up. Died. They died for this. They gave up. (laughs) I mean, their lives. They're like the Little Mermaid. They're like, I agreed to either marry Zach or be foam on the sea forever, (laughs) and she thinks she could just come in here. This is ridiculous. Zach is, is my best friend. Don't the in group friend. In group out group thing happens so quickly on this show. So, in a way oh, immediately, that's unbelievable. In- and immediately. But the body language with this confrontation killed me. So Tajwan is like on the sofa, reclined, ha- has all the power. They all walk in. She's lit perfectly because they were just sitting. There. She was just sitting there with Zach. <laughs> the the women all walk in. 
timidly, they're like standing behind the couch, they're stacked up, they're in darkness. And each of them is like, all of that bad bitch energy from the other room just dissipated on their walk. And they're like, what? Why? What are you? Why are you here? What are your intentions? What are your intentions? What are your intentions toward our best friend? He's our best friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what's uh, incredible is that like Taj is not is set up to like you said have all the power in this confrontation. They're being very timid, and yet she somehow manages to take this and like do like the worst possible thing with it which is to be like not only am i not gonna apologize i actively despise all of you and i'm here to make enemies it was this was so strange this was not her vibe right like she her vibe has been to be so like radically unfilteredly herself that she talks about like not being allowed to pee and poop when she wants to on the beach (laughs) in paradise and is like having a meltdown because her digestive system is off kilter. Like that's the Taj that I, and how sweaty she is. And she's like freaking out about no one else is sweating. Like Taj can be like, like, she can pick a fight when she specifically has an issue with someone. Like the like, I'm a, I'm a seagull, you're a pigeon thing. Yeah, but yeah. That was like over right. a specific conflict. This whole thing that's right. just like, I cold bloodedly hate all of you. <laughs> it's really weird. It was it was very weird. And you could just tell that she was given some sort of pep talk. Yeah. And she was like, no, like made had made an active choice. Like, this is how I'm gonna play also, this. Also, we have seen a lot of Taj on Paradise, maybe in cooler weather. She just has a different <laughs> that's personality. So true. That's so true. Um, <laughs> So basically, she's just like, listen, why am I here? It's because you guys suck. Zach has a lot to offer. And I was watching today. A lot of you missed your opportunity to connect with Zach. And it was just like, who is his wife in this group? I saw you guys on the stage, and it was just painful to watch. Also, I'm here for love. (laughs) I know. His wife is in that room. His wife is in that room. How many times does he have to tell you? And she was in that that room room in the mansion. (laughs) She's like, I heard him say that, and I was there, so maybe, maybe it's me. I, it's like all you need to say is like, I think Zach is amazing, and I just want a shot. Yeah, I just wanted to shoot my shot. You know, (laughs) I totally respect that you guys are here for that too, and we're looking for the same things. Instead, she's like, Zach is way too good for all of you, and I'm like, are we watching the same thing unfolding here? I. Zach seems a lot like these women. They're all just like pretty normal people. And it's hard for me to look at it and say like Zach deserves better than what the Bachelor cast casting has provided him with. We also just don't know any of them well enough yet. Taj no one so. knows anyone well enough. Taj, Taj is like, watching. I have seen you do like one catwalk and I know. <gasps> and I think we have we have a clip of part of their conversation. Look, I'm not new to this. It could be 20 girls in one room against me and I'm good. If you all want to come at me, then I'm fine with that. But like you come in here knowing that we put everything out there today and then you're like, I just don't think people brought it. Like that just kind of rubs me the wrong way. It's called a competition. I mean, unless you guys want a participation trophy, like obviously, you know, someone has to come up on top and there's going to be losers at the end of the day. And then she's like, you guys know you're not all going to marry Zach, right? You know that, right? 
And they're like, we don't know that. We, we haven't don't. thought about that. We're all we also friends. what we're supposed to marry Zach. I thought we were. <laughs> yeah, wait, friends. no one told me that. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, this was so painful. Oh. Uh. Maybe it's also that it just didn't feel authentic to me. That's, I think, what made it that, I think that's the biggest thing, is you're just like, this doesn't feel appropriate to this situation. It truly feels like Taj kind of came in with a script, knew how she was going to play this, was encouraged to play it that way, and then just, like, didn't adjust at all to what was being said to her. Like, I feel like Mercedes was just like, that's just kind of rude of you to say mean things to us right like you're not judging the competition right now we're at an after party and you just came here to be like you guys yeah now really that you've been a judge once doesn't mean that you just continue living your life as if you're actively judging everyone you're interacting with like at a dinner table in a restaurant she's like excuse me i was overhearing your dinner at this table you're both losers you don't you don't deserve each other like zero out of ten it's a it's a doggy dog world out there you, yeah. you want a participation trophy Ugh. It was just really rough because then obviously yeah, Zach obviously. ultimately tells Taj he doesn't want her to join. And now she's just been set up to like have this like big fall from her confidence and yeah. cry. I was like trying to figure out on what level this was being manipulated by producers. Like, did they bring her in in a sort of like clear mutual benefit agreement way that was like you're gonna get a cameo on the show and like you don't really want to date zach and like you're not gonna stay but you'll get this like little storyline that gets you back on tv and then he'll send you home or was it a little bit more like buried beneath like don't you want a shot at love with zach and she got really hyped up about it like i can't it's hard to tell i can't help it Obviously, longevity on the show is the most beneficial thing for, like, getting more followers and stuff like that. So I don't think they build a one-episode arc. I mean, who knows? But I just yeah. think if they had done that, her strategy might have been different. Because if you're only on for one episode, just be hot and winning and charming and peace out. Yeah. Don't be, like, mean Don't get in a fight with anyone. Yeah, but that's this is a how weird you, This is how you get the screen time. You gotta be, you gotta have bad bitch energy. Which, of course, as we learned today, is just being mean. Well, and Zach um, did say she followed Lotto's, what was it? She follows Lotto's rule book. <laughs> it's like she's got her new Instagram bio. <laughs> I, I got to say, Lotto actually seemed really nice. So I, I don't know. If huge fan. Like, yeah, Lotto was yeah. the nicest one. She was so nice <laughs> she was to very everyone. very encouraging. That is like the actual bad bitch energy is like, I'm not threatened. Like, I'm Lotto. Like, I don't need to like be in competition. Yeah, she's like, I'm an <laughs> actual famous recording artist. And so like, I can, I'm I can be nice. <laughs> I can be generous. Um, the women have been waiting, like, so concerned that if Taj joins, he won't have time to nurture their 20 delicate baby bird connections anymore. But then he tells them that he sent Taj home, and they are so relieved. And Taj is left crying on the couch, wondering why everyone else seems to figure it out and find love. Why not her? She says, bad bitches don't cry. And a producer murmurs reassuringly, sometimes bad bitches cry. And she's like, I did yeah. appreciate that little moment of the producer. <laughs> what an affirmation. Oh. Cute. I'm going to put that it on my mirror. Like sometimes bad bitches sometimes cry. Sometimes bad bitches cry. Sometimes they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It felt like respectful parenting, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I'm like, start that, using that's that the rye sure. method right there in action. <laughs> We've been we've been really working on that, and sometimes 
after after one of his friends is crying, my son will be like, "It's okay to cry if you want to." <laughs> and we're like, so "Yeah, funny. that's so true." And he's like, "But we don't have to cry, but we can if we want to." Oh, <laughs> like, so, see, we're really getting through. That's like my dream. So that's the sweetest. That's the goal. Honestly, that is the goal. I know. I'm like one point. thing we've done right at least. Max that's is huge. a respectful crying king. <laughs> Love and also, kids. he doesn't let us sit on the couch. So, you know, there's some things we work on and some things <laughs> yeah. that are going well. He owns the couch. I have an assigned chair. Um, I mean, fair is fair. <laughs> no, this was sad. I was like, I do wonder, though, if you think that other people have figured it out and found their person by just coming in and being actively mean being to mean. everyone except for the one person that they're trying to date. And I would make some adjustments to the Honestly, strategy. it was as if someone was like... He and all of the contestants are subs, and you're the dom. You have <laughs> yeah. to come in. They have all c- consented to this relationship. You have to come in with your dom energy. And no safe word necessary. <laughs> and she's like, I have been billed a false bill of goods, and this is. Yeah. It's rude. I've been sold a false bill of goods, whatever the expression is. I'm too worked up with that. I'm now just picturing all of them in that <laughs> configuration. Stand your ground, Allison. You're tickled. a bad bitch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Never Thank apologize you. for misspeaking. Never. Zach then goes back to the women and assures them that they're all basically his girlfriends already, but he can only give the rose to one woman, and that woman is Catherine. And then he says, with that being said, I do have to leave. It's kind of awkward. Is I it? loved that. I actually thought I liked that. That made me <laughs> giggle. Because it I'm was like, like on, just honestly, the right amount of humor for that moment. I I I I love that moment. I give Zach points for that. It is kind of awkward. He's like, I came yeah. in, I delivered my little speech. I have to go right oh, now. Oh no, I thought he was referring guys. to like how to get out of the middle of the horseshoe. Because he's gigantic <laughs> and they're all surrounding him. Anyway. He's just yeah, flailing his it. tall limbs around. So many <laughs> limbs. Uh, and Brianna. Yeah, yeah, poor Brianna. Catherine is thrilled, but Brianna is freaking out because she opened up to Zach and she didn't get a rose from him. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll get into Christina's date. Can you keep up? I like love it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Emma, what's the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would it be sleep? Would it be get a delicious pastry from the bake shop around the corner? Would it be, I don't know, get some actual writing done? Yeah. Read a book. I mean, my list is extremely long these days. There are not a lot of hours to spare. And, you know, a lot of us do spend our lives wishing we had more time. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and actually make it a priority. Yeah, this is something that I am often working on with my therapist. It helps you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. 
So it's been a few years now, but I still look back on my time planning my wedding so fondly. I mean, I was so excited to get married to my partner and to plan a big party that really reflected who we are and our friend groups and our families. And it was also very complicated and there were lots of moving parts. It wasn't always easy. Well, Claire, maybe you should have used Zola because you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place with Zola. Yes, I've thought this many times in the years since. I mean, with Zola, you have free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website. There's a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team. I mean, everything on Zola is just designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are super fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts that you actually want, Zola takes you from save the date right to thanks so much without breaking a sweat. When I was planning my wedding, honestly, it was just so hard to keep track of every component of the planning process. It would have been so much easier in retrospect and let me enjoy the really fun parts of planning a wedding more if I just had everything centralized. And that is exactly what Zola makes so easy. I mean, that is like the number one advice I would give anyone planning a wedding today. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Are you one of those people who thinks they don't have time to prioritize wellness? If so, Aloe Moves is here to change your whole mindset. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flower class that will fit your whole schedule, even if your schedule is very complicated and ever-changing like mine is. And their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day, which is so convenient. They've got award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts. Truly, truly have it all. Because you can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quieter moments. I am one of those people who really struggles to prioritize wellness. I did before I had kids, and now it's even harder because you're always doing pickup or drop-off. You're making a lunch. You're like dealing with some need that your children have or you're working. And Aloe Moves allows me to just fit those workouts in, in those spare moments when I find myself with an extra 30 minutes of time, I can do a yoga class. I can do something that gets my heart rate up and it really works with my lifestyle. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use code LTSI20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com code LTSI20. alomoves.com code LTSI20. And we're back. And during this date, a date card has arrived for Christina Mandrell. I will insist on continuing to use her last name. Let's Christina let Mandrell and the Mandrell sisters. Yeah. The Mandrell aunts, the, the, man, I guess. the Mandrell aunts. Yeah, the Mandrell aunts and moms. Aunts and. Let's let our love soar. So there will be flying on this date. I hoped it would be plain watching, but I guess they're saving that for a really meaningful date later in the season. <laughs> the next morning, uh, as the other women are discussing kissing strategy, for example, should you use tongue every time or should you only use tongue when you're lying down and being passionate? Experts disagree. Like, I was like, is that kissing wisdom? Like tongue only when you're horizontal? Horizontal. That's like, when the tongue kind of falls tongue. out, right? It like just, otherwise it's, it's just living. Like, living cable knit, Jess, <laughs> just bringing the tongue 
Um, like kissing I, has changed since I was I, 23. Honestly, I never thought that much about my kissing strategy. And, you know, maybe that's I'm where we all went wrong. horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now I'm feeling like belatedly self-conscious. It reminds me of that uh, scene in um, The Wedding Singer where they're discussing how much tongue Julia yes. should use in her <gasps> wedding kiss. And I'm like, I, oh, I, I love that scene. That. Simply didn't think about whether I would use tongue in my wedding kiss at all. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um. All right, so Zach picks up Christina. They head out on a drive. She asks what for, what was his first concert, and he says Nickelback. I this died. Was defining. This but was also like, all of course. It makes so much course. sense. Of course, of course, of course. Times one thousand. This is all they needed to say. Nothing about <laughs> his DJ career or his playing the bass in a band. Yeah, like we literally got all it. they needed to say was his first concert was Nickelback. That's yeah. it. That's all I needed That's, to know. We, I Done. understand him now. Done. And she loves Nickelback, <laughs> or she's just she, really good at improv, and yes, ended him really enthusiastically. She's definitely I would not the, the latter. She's, she's definitely not the kind of person who would actually be like, oh my God, Nickelback, really? Like, that's so bad, Zach. No, she has to be like, what? I love Nickelback. She's like, like awesome. That's so great. She stalled, actually. Looking back on it, she was like, oh my God, stop. Looked away and then was like, where, where, which direction do I go in here? And then she's like, I'm <laughs> yeah. into it. I'm going to be into it. Which is a great choice. She made Who can say they haven't choices. enjoyed a Nickelback song? Like, just, yeah. you know, you got to cop to it. Look at they this pull photograph. Up. <laughs> Sorry, can't help it. It's just... <laughs> they pull up to a, a helipad where there's a helicopter and they fly over the Hollywood sign. They make out and Zach is like, zooming through life with someone awesome. That's the best I could ever hope for. Just zooming through life. Zooming. Just zooming. Zooming through life. Um, actually, though, while they're in the helicopter, he pretends to be a traffic reporter and I was like, you're perfect. That is... <laughs> He was perfect. He sounded flawless. You're like, this is a man who has listened to a lot of traffic reports. I'm like, is that his, like, version of pivoting to being, like, an E! News host after being The Bachelor? Oh, my God. Yeah, I could he's actually like, really see He's him. driving a Bronco a in L.A. He's in a helicopter in L.A. Over it's perfect. Bronco. We're just recreating history at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so... They finish their helicopter ride, and he's like, that's actually nothing compared to my next surprise. I'm taking Christina. It's true. This This is intense. But this is, like, I guess that this kind of date combo, when they do it, is common because you do kind of have to take some serious transportation to get to the person's childhood home. But that's, like, a huge first date. Like, you're taking a helicopter, and then... You're meeting all of Zach's family and friends for a birthday barbecue for his mom. She also only gets like a five minute heads up. Yeah. So like they have done this before, but usually the person is told more than like when they're about to walk in. Later in the season, usually it's like week three or four for the first one on one. Is that precedent? They've done, I think they actually have done. A first hmm. one-on-one with family before, but to, like, was it Crystal? That was one of the first ones. Yes, where they met Ari's. Mm. Yeah, family. that was really early. Like they've done this before, but I will. I'm gonna say too yeah. that they often pick like a future villain, or at least this is like two significant ones 
And in a sense, it it makes sense it because you have to pick someone who's just really comfortable in yeah. a lot of different situations and around a lot of different people and can kind yeah. of they pick someone who seems own. really confident in any setting and really outgoing, but might be overconfident. Sometimes that does <laughs> correlate with like kind of stomping on people in the house or like yeah. Just I I'm torn between them bit. thinking she was going to be the next Bachelorette and her being the villain of the season. She has the like bio of a bachelorette we haven't had since emily made yeah, it. i don't think it, we've had a mom right that's yeah. true that's i don't know true. if they intended she just... for her to be the villain but i do think that the the personality that goes along with like being really comfortable go going way. on a first date with someone's family can often go in a darker direction very true on the show. very true which but she rocked which it. per she per did. what we we saw from next week seems to be happening but yeah she was gr- i thought she did a great job on this date I mean, this is a lot. There's a lot of people that she was chatting with. And she was like, he was off talking to people and she was holding her own. Yeah. Just like gossiping with his cousins. I've been married for five years and I still would not be that comfortable at a family gathering. Probably. (laughs) Claire is not who you choose to surprise with your entire extended family. No, definitely not. She is just like gossiping with his cousins about rashes he had when he was younger. Who remembers these things? I don't know. His mom whips out baby pictures. And this reminds Christina that she actually has a baby that she does need to tell Zach about. That would have been so hard to look at a fo- baby photo album of someone else's baby and not, and not be start like talking about your daughter. own baby. It would be so I know. hard. For that a minute, alone, I thought like, she was going to. I thought torture. she was going to accidentally just like disclose or tell the fact his that mom, she's mom first. to I his did mom. Too. Yeah. I thought she might. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so hard. But she has self control. They head mm-hmm. to their night date for a cozy dinner. This is the place where Zach will find out that Christina is a mom. And after he toasts to her and how impressive she was, she says that she has some big news for him. She's like, if it's too much for you, I'll totally understand. I know it's big. She explains that she has a five-year-old daughter named Blakely May. And she's like, yeah, my daughter is my life. I also want to have a partner and to like share in these parenting moments that I've been doing all by myself. And that's really important to me. But I know it's like, I know it's like a lot of pressure. And I think we have a clip of Zach's response. It's a lot to take in. Um, but what I am looking for in the future is a family to build upon. And the fact that you already have someone in this world like that is incredible. And I bet Blakely is an incredible <laughs> little five-year-old girl that's full of attitude. So I don't want you to feel stressed about that. <laughs> It's scary. Don't get me wrong. I don't know what it's like. That feels way more real than just saying what you think is the right thing to say. Yeah. He goes on a real journey during this conversation. (laughs) This is just the beginning. Yeah. No. Oh, don't worry. We have a second clip. (laughs) Oh, my God. But even in this clip alone, I was like, "Uh, he's... I was like, oh, he's losing it. <laughs> like, as he kept talking, he was, like, realizing how scared he was of this and being like, but I want it to be my sperm, and it's not. And how is that gonna And also, feel? like, he's 26. Yeah, like, it is, like, to so jump So is she, though. They're both 26. 
No, totally. I, I think that like so young, I can understand why someone 26 years old would be like, wow, Fear. I would suddenly have a, yeah, a, a, five-year-old. a five-year-old. Like, it, that's not something they were anticipating. I'm afraid to have a five-year-old and I've already had a child oh, for yeah. three years. <laughs> so I'm like, what if there just suddenly just, was yeah. one? <laughs> I just made a movie about a girl who's so unequipped to deal with having a new child that she <laughs> gives a robot to the child to raise it instead. I, a, a killer no judgment doll. at all. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. It really does sound like a great intense. idea, actually. Now that you mention it, um, so. yeah, that's all Zach needs is a Megan. Yeah. <laughs> um, Christina is being very understanding and like talking through this. She's like, "I want you to really think about it. Like, no pressure, because I'm chasing real, and I want real. And I will say, Zach." is totally taking this very seriously also in a way where it seems like he hasn't thought about what he would do if any of his contestants were single moms it's like he's beginning and going on the entire emotional journey as he in says this all of it to her he's like word vomiting his emotional journey to her we do have a clip of some of this word vomiting i would be doing you an absolute disservice by either saying you know this is great like we could just get through it and and what I said earlier was true like I do want a family and that is important to me obviously you saw it today like that means a lot to me and I already feel like there's something here but I want to be honest with you like when I heard that your mother I had so many different thoughts run through my head of you know I'm, I'm here to find my my person and spend the rest of my life with but does that entail like being a dad right now <laughs> And yeah, I want to be a dad one day, but like, I don't know if I'm ready. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be a good dad. He's like crying. Yeah, totally. Well, he's totally fair. All of it. Totally, totally fair. I think if he thought about this at all, he probably thought about someone with a baby. And the fact that she's five is like, you're like a person, you know, they're already. That's really jumping into it in in a very, very intense way, like stepping into the bonus parent role at 26. I mean, I don't know. This sort of reminded me of what we saw with Gabby and Nate last season Mm -hmm. on The Bachelorette, where she's like, I really like you. I want to give this a chance. I also genuinely don't know if I'm ready to be a parent in this moment all of a sudden. And like, you see that grappling. And in both situations... They give the person a rose. And in both situations, you're kind of like, you're not ready for this. And that's not really Mm. what you want in this moment. Yeah. I think that um, I appreciated seeing, because sometimes they give such pat answers. That's like, of course, I want a family. Who would would ever even think twice about taking on a whole child? Well, and she acknowledged that. She was like, it's a relief to not hear just the platitudes about that and to get just a real bullshit. response. But I also wonder if part of her was like a little disappointed that he wasn't like, oh my God, fuck yeah, this is great news. Yeah. Like, more the merrier. I actually wish that I had a five-year-old already, so this is actually perfect. Like this <laughs> perfect. is what I was hoping yeah. for. Yeah, no, of course that's what you would want to hear. Um, yeah. It's yeah. a tough situation for both of them. And like, I don't know. I did actually appreciate that he said something that felt real honest maybe i'm just like yeah i'm like desperate for zach to show us (laughs) something and like this did you i like felt like i saw a piece of 
him genuinely. I mean, yeah. When he said, will I be a good father? He like started to really cry. Like that's clearly a deep insecurity he has about whether or not he's going to be a good dad. And like, you know, with Gabby, I felt this way too. I was like, anyone who's done work on themselves and who is going to put a lot of like thought and consciousness into bringing another person into the world, like you're going to rock on. Like if you choose to do it, Mm -hmm. if you don't want to do it, no big deal. It's definitely not for everyone, but I just want to send him vibes of like, if you really want to do it, I think you're going to be great. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be. Oh, I'm sure he'll be great. I agree. You just, yeah. (laughs) He'll be fine. He has, and he he has time to think about it a little more, I think. Um, But in this moment, yeah, I, one of my biggest pet peeves on the show is people who just speak in scripts. And so I, I appreciated the fact that he brought Christina on this probably somewhat uncomfortable ramble of all of his freeform thoughts about this because that is is real. So he decides that he does want to get to know her and her daughter more. And so conceptually, (laughs) conceptually. And so he offers her the rose. He's like, you're worth it. And they make out so passionately that they snap the stem of her rose in half. Real foreshadowing there. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) and with that it is time for our last date of the episode the remaining ladies are excited to finally take a step forward from best friend to more than friends possibly by finally going on their first date with zach so unfortunately (laughs) we simply don't get to see the actual date at all just the night portion apparently it was a whole like puppet show with patrick warburton and they just cut i was wondering where he was at the family party i was wondering why he wasn't there i'm actually shocked that they cut this cameo so we don't get to see it and it's always so obvious because they start with all the women like ready to go on their date in like the morning being like oh my god we're finally gonna go see zach and then it's like you see it getting dark and candles being lit and now they're at the night date and so much time has passed and you're like okay so they just aren't gonna let us see what happened there it's just the cocktail party and so we get those one-on-one chats ariel sits with zach first and has them write down their biggest fears in coming to the show. And she says hers is getting her heart broken because it took a long time to heal last time. And he says his biggest fear is falling for someone who's not there to find their true best friend. What if you got engaged to someone and then you found out that they already had a best friend? Or do you fire your current best friend when you get married? They're demoted. I think you I I think you're legally obligated to. You're like, um, this is my best friend's polygamy. (laughs) I can't have two. My question is multiple best friends. Isn't it wrong to show up to the bachelor without having already broken off that relationship? Yes. Did you you go on the show with a best friend? (laughs) What if you had a best friend six months before going on The Bachelor? I think six months is okay. Okay, I'm not like a prude about this. Like six months, that's fine. But you, what if you're like, I have, I have a casual best friend. (laughs) (laughs) My best friend and I called it off before the show. Did we get back together after? Yes. Is there anything serious about it? No. Your honor. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just wanted a backup best friend in case things with Zach didn't work out. Sue me. 
Oh my God. This <laughs> trope is also not what couples therapists recommend, by the way. I'll just throw that in there. <laughs> no. this, is not, this, this is not the go-to strategy in a couple oh and God. relationship um, guidance. <laughs> She also writes that her fear in coming to the show is not to be kissed tonight. And Zach is like, I can do a little something about that. Honestly, this is a good move. You have to first write good kiss, down instru- instructions for Zach. Yeah. I thought I this was the first hot kiss. Yeah, I think so too. This was also like, Ariel is just very hot. I'm very yes. drawn to her. Yeah. There's just an energy. Relatable. And she has like a deeper voice that I'm just like, yeah. it, it's really working. We know her. That's why we just know her. She feels. Yeah. I feel like I know her. I'm like, oh, she you're like, a, you're like a Jew who lives in New York. Like, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> also, after tonight's rose ceremony, I believe she is the oldest woman on the show. Oh, my God. So, yeah. yeah. Zach is knocking him down. So afterwards, she is glowing. She feels seen and smooched and butterflied like never before. Apparently, New York has not been sending its best for Ariel. Um, I Look. I wish that she could have felt this way or better before in her life, but <laughs> I'm glad it's well, happening. we don't know. <laughs> Greer and Zach... Uh, agree that they felt the zing with each other um of course she got his first impression rose they make out then he makes out with and talks to two women that i don't recognize and there's no chiron uh it one was of them is katie and anastasia. katie and anastasia anastasia yeah. i just want anastasia that, gets my um, style mvp of the whole season so far gorgeous obsessed with anastasia's style she's she the one who has, wore the suit first night she yes, wore yes we needed a so body we didn't. we didn't get it. Yeah, I was pretty mad. I saw like a glimpse as she walked away and I was like, wait, no, stop. Make her I, I know. I had, to, I had to look at photos. Excuse me, ma'am. She posted. <laughs> she posted on oh, her I'll Instagram. It yeah, it looks good. It looked very good. I'm but sure she was the wearing show some was great, like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, pants? Absolutely not. Uh, excuse me. Pockets? Ma'am. How dare you? <laughs> he and Charity make out. And then he talks to Jess, who is looking a more clean girl aesthetic than ever. She has her, like, classic clean girl bun in. She's the cleanest. Not she, a fly away to be she's seen. She's the TikTok generation. She knows. Yeah. She's got and a middle she, part. Oh, yeah. So it's so, like, it's like, an, it's like she's just done a tutorial for the clean girl aesthetic. <laughs> like, combing the hair back with the gel and, like, the bun. They're all wearing the gold Highlighter. hoops. Like, yeah. they, they all know. And so she asked for a fact that only she would know about Zach. And <laughs> was. I mean, I was like, thanks, Jess, because I also would like a fact about Zach. <laughs> yeah. I, but when, as I was watching him try to me. pull something to summon something from his deep self, the literal it shouldn't last be this thing hard. I thought yeah. he was going to come up with was this story, which gave me like real stress imagining the situation that his parents were in. Obviously. Oh, yeah. absolutely. This story he tells is like, sounds very traumatic for his parents, but uh, it is also so funny to me that she's like, what's like a quirky fun <laughs> fact about you? And he's like, I almost, died. I had a disease as a literal infant. <laughs> yeah. He was born. He, after he was born, he was diagnosed with pyloric stenosis, which I Googled. Oh. It basically um, blocks food from entering the small intestine. So kids, it's horrible. They can't so like, digest their food 
and you can get surgery to address it, um, but they thought he wouldn't live. Um, and so his mom had to really fight for him. And he said they've always been incredibly close ever since that. And she's like, that must have been so hard to go through. And I was like, genuinely, <laughs> does he remember? It must <laughs> no, have been really hard for his no, mom. I am she like, wasn't, I don't think she's thing. capable. There's the thing. At 23, I wouldn't have been either. She was not capable of, of receiving. She had nowhere to plug in empathically to this story. Like, she can't relate to yeah, the baby fair in the story. She can't relate yeah. to the mom and the parents or the doctors. Like, she's got no way in. She was expecting, like, I've gone to Rwanda and I've walked with the gorillas or something like that. She was yeah. not expecting. I was yeah. It's weird to have. Not like, I mean, weird sounds judgmental. It, I don't mean it to be judgmental. What I mean is that there is a formula on the show for having conversations about yes. like personal trauma. And this doesn't really fit into that because it happened at an age that if I'm understanding correctly, he doesn't remember. Maybe it like issues continued until he was older. And so he does. But from what it sounded like, he doesn't remember. But what do you say when someone shares their personal like trauma story on The Bachelor? You say, I'm so sorry that you went through that. That must have been so difficult. And so that's what she says. Um, fair enough. Like, what else are you supposed to say? Um, and so this was very, yeah, it sounded uh, like a really difficult time for, for his parents. And uh, certainly glad that he that he made it and that he's here to be the bachelor and he and Jess make out and feel closer than ever. The women apparently are all just going back to the group and just bragging about all the compliments that gave This was them. so weird. Anastasia is like, yeah, he's told me like, I'm so gorgeous and so impressive and he's never been more attracted to anyone. And like, <laughs> I'm incredible. And it's so crazy. Like how incredible he thinks I am. <laughs> like, like, this like radical honesty down one notch. <laughs> again to use Game of Roses lingo this is so for the wrong reasons to talk you should be so in love with oh no is my internet being weird you should be so in love with The Bachelor that you can't conceive of anyone else and you don't want anyone else to know about like Christina plays it perfectly as we see later in my biggest lol moment of the whole episode by oh not telling God. them about that part of the date. Oh, but, yeah. like, you're supposed to be demure about your... And you're supposed to not be able to hear people talk about their kissing of him because it makes you too jealous. You know what I mean? Like, it's they're telling right. themselves by how openly and radically honestly they're sharing these right. tidbits. I think it's a weird move. It's like they're going back to like the bleachers or something on the, and you're like oh yeah I landed that really tough move exactly exactly so hard. Yeah. and everyone's like exactly. oh my god that's great good wow. for you great um yeah um, it's very awkward like you can just say like oh we talked about xyz and I it and went, it was great went really well. it we went really well you know it's fine but they're poor really Gabby Gabby I know is Gabby to absolutely lose it Gabby and Brianna are having a rough week they're both really yeah. getting in their head. Gabby, I guess, is one of the women who didn't speak to Zach at all on night one. So I think she, I like think Brianna, remember, is feeling behind. We remember how things went at her meeting when she tried to he get was him to drink the maple re- syrup. Repulsed, repulsed by maple syrup. <laughs> repulsed. He was like, a it's maple Usually agreed upon <laughs> delicious treat. <laughs> Like, I've never seen someone be so disgusted by, like, authentic Vermont maple syrup. Which, like, serves no purpose in this world other than to be delicious. Um, Delicious. Yeah, I'm obsessed. Just bottled deliciousness. Gabby is absolutely spiraling. She's like, we haven't talked yet. Like, 
everyone else is having these amazing talks and Zach is like showering them with compliments and kissing them. And I'm just like garbage sitting here. And Charity is like, all right, let's do a grounding technique. Everyone say one thing they can taste. And Gabby (laughs) is not ready to be grounded. She's immediately like, if you can taste Zach's saliva, I don't want to hear it. And everyone's like, that's all I can taste. I have to say. No, she's just like, she's too wound up to be grounded. All she can think about is, is how everyone has Zach saliva yeah. in her mouth, in their mouth. She's probably been sitting on that couch for like three hours, just yeah. drinking champagne and getting Amazing. increasingly anxious. And I will say and that later someone makes a comment about how she wants to taste Zach's lips forever. So Gabby maybe was not wrong about the direction that could have gone because they're tasting yeah. Zach. <laughs> And they are speaking about it very openly. (laughs) We do have a clip of Gabby kind of planning how she's going to approach her time with Zach. I'm going to wrap in quirky, fun, here's where I'm from, who I am, and then get deep all in one. (laughs) And then I'm going to tie a little bow on it. Maybe give him a little... (laughs) Yeah, that champagne champagne is, is starting to show. The nerves are starting to show. She's developed an accent. She you is always know. putting an enormous amount of pressure <laughs> on herself to accomplish a lot in this conversation. And I'm worried. On this note, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back to see how things go. Can you keep up? I like love it. I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. But Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really need a new luxury basic, I know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles. And I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus. They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... and passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like, I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince, but I also have gotten really into, like, their luggage and travel accessories. I just purchased an incredible, like, neoprene weekender bag, and it is such high quality. The color is beautiful. And I spent about half as much as I would have spent on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. 
One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. As they should. Learning a language is so important. So if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel, the science-backed learning language app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks, which is kind of wild. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, aka so, so many days of waking up for an 8.30 class that I maybe didn't need to do at all. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Personally, I've been trying to brush up on some basic French because I am headed to go work from Paris for a few weeks and... It's been really helpful because my French is not good, but now I don't have to sound like such an idiot. (laughs) You can never sound like an idiot, but Babbel can definitely help. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. And back at the house, Genevieve and Brooklyn are actually on kind of the same topic. They're like, are women disclosing too much. Do we want to hear if Zach made out with with the other women? Do we want to hear about the lingering taste of his pillowy lips? <laughs> no. <laughs> what it tastes like to just chug some Zach saliva. Oh my god. Oh my Back god. Maple syrup, actually, please. Just, just had a visceral, visceral <laughs> full body reaction. It's that. just so weird. It's the weirdest behavior. It's it is behavior in a competition about you know where they're where they're talking about him so clinically like they're not even pretending to have like feelings yet it's annoying me and like you're not you're supposed to be upholding this part of it where i have to like go on this journey with you and believe that you're falling in love you're like you have to make me buy in yes i'm really struggling (sighs) and brooklyn starts to be like listen i don't want to hear it i'm here for zach i'm not here to like support other women and kissing my man and right now it's all that's girl power. That's the strategy so you're happy supposed for to. You. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. But that's we're literally what you're dating to the do. same guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was you like, got- Brooklyn is is one minute away from saying, I'm not here to make friends. So close. She hasn't gone there yet. Maybe she's willing to make friends as long as they don't ever talk about the fact that they're dating the same guy. Like they can just be friends and talk about nail art or. Um, last <laughs> but that's how it's supposed to go and then like around episode three or four a few of them simultaneously realize oh my god we're all dating the same guy in short <laughs> circuit as a result like that's true is how it's true you can't you're not supposed to realize until you're not like supposed to four. notice at first you're just like figuring out your interspecies dynamics in the mansion and then you're supposed to be like oh my god wait a minute when people leave here they go out with the same man like i'm actually not okay with that i'm yeah that's how this is reminded me of, breaking it i've gotten I've gotten back into Sister Wives this season because of what's been going on on Sister Wives, which is that there aren't oh, any was, Sister Wives left. It's so good. Which is crazy. But This season was great. I've As I've been digging in, I've been reminded of some of the, like, things that they used to do to, like, make the, the plural marriage work. And it was stuff like they never showed any physical affection with their husband in front of each other. And, like, they tried to live at a certain point separately, partly so that they couldn't 
see him like going on dates with other women. And it's like they were all like married to the same guy and they're like, it's fine. And we're friends. We just don't want to like, I guess, like know that he's involved with them. We know and it's great, but we don't want to know. Wow. And it just seems like a really tenuous mind state to live in. Exactly. And then it crumbles. Um, So finally, Gabby gets some time with Zach and she has been kept on ice too long. It's like when you try to delay that the the taking of the penalty kick so that the the yeah. kicker just oh. like does not have his head in it anymore. She, her nerves are off you, the charts. You cannot have too much time to think about what you're going to do before you do it in basically any situation. And True. this just like immediately goes off the rails because she now has a list of all the like jokes she wants to make and all the things she wants to get to. And it doesn't work. She just starts fritzing yeah. out a little bit. Although, when she's like, can I call you Zacharias, I laughed, and I thought that was really funny. And he, I really like, like really, her. me too, I'm a huge Gabby fan. I think it got away from her a little bit on this date. I think she got a little drunk and tired and anxious, but... Relatable. Um, yeah, obviously, we've all been there. But, like, when she was like, can I call you Zacharias, I thought that was really funny. And he really paused to, like, consider if he would feel comfortable with her being called Zach. He did not. He did, <laughs> he did not, not like feel comfortable. Name. He did not feel comfortable with any. Nicknames. I was like, you called was, someone like, Balin. You called her <laughs> Balin, and she's Balin to me forever. I cannot yeah. look at her and think Bailey. You did that to her. You are Zacharias. You this take is the that problem, name. though, is that, and I do blame Gabby for this. Gabby is like, I'm a person who likes to give nicknames, so I'm just gonna like freestyle some nicknames for you right now. Zacharias, Zacky, Zach. Zachary, Zachy, Zach, <laughs> Zachary. And it's like, you can't try this hard to come up with your own special nickname. First of all, he goes by a nickname. His nickname is Zach. And if you want another nickname for him, it has to come sort of naturally. For example, accidentally call him Balin. Balin. <laughs> My nickname for you, nickname. Zach, is Balin. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call you. <laughs> There's uh, nothing that annoys me more than people who are like, I just, it's a, it's it's beneath me to call you by the same name other people call you. So the first thing I'm going to do is come up with my own thing to call you. It's like, you got to earn that. You got to ease into your so nickname of Zach. Third date, I feel like maybe. Zach is barely comfortable just being Zach. You can't throw a new <laughs> name at him. You can't ask him to accept Zacharias. <laughs> That's true. The look much. on his face was like, I'm destabilized. My identity is destabilized. Yeah, <laughs> he was not okay. Who He's, is like, Zacharias? What three Fs does Zacharias like? I, do I also know. like that Gabby's nickname ideas all involve just like being the full name because like she also is a person who goes by a nickname, which is Gabby. And she's like, you can call me Gabriella. Or maybe Gabby. Maybe Gabby. That is like such a romantic partner thing, though. It's like everyone else calls you by your nickname, and I'm going to call you Benjamin because you're my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone else calls you Benny. And you're in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. I'm always ready to reprimand you. Um, And then there's an awkward pause after this nickname. uh, (laughs) Frenzy nickname. She just like launches right in. She's like, I love my family. My parents are still married. They are amazing. They have an incredible partnership. I love to hike. I love to go to the farmer's market. My mom cooks. She she cooks. I like to cook too. Like, yeah. she's just At one point, everything. he tries to get in there and be like, oh, the farmer's market. And she just like 
no space for Zach to agree that he likes the farmer's market. <laughs> Poor Gabby. Oh, she is, she is, it's, it's really hard to wait like three days to have a 10 minute conversation with a guy. Yeah, the pressure is real. Like I understand why she ended up doing this, but it was, it was rough. It worked at, at the amount that it needed to. She obviously wasn't going to like yeah. get the rose, but the fact that she didn't go home is a testament to like, True. she got it all in. He's going to remember that farmer's market tidbit. This is the kind of conversation that can scuttle you if Zach is on the fence about you. But if Zach thinks you're super hot and he really wants yes. things to work, it will Right, then really it doesn't matter. You. Yeah. And yeah. apparently that is the case. We later find out. So she she goes back to the group like super shaken. She's like, I was word vomiting. It was just the Gabby show. That's not what I wanted. And she starts asking the other women, like, what led up to him kissing you? And then she's like, why didn't he kiss me? Honestly, the thing that usually leads up to it is them just being like, I also love best friends. Tell me something about you, Zach. <laughs> and you're like, Gabby, you did talk about your mom, but did you say I'm looking for a best friend? Yeah. No. The one thing missing in my life is a best friend. <laughs> What's one best friend thing about you that I don't know, Zachy? <laughs> Zacharias. Zacharias. Um, so oh. Zach heads back to the group, picks up the group date rose, gives it to Jess, and he thanks her for how they both opened up during their conversation. He also mentioned Did she open up? I no. don't know. He we didn't they tra- he <laughs> trauma bonded to her by telling his story. <laughs> it was so obvious that he was gonna give it to her. But Maybe she did. I mean, it's incredible what an easy button that is for Group Day Rose. Just be like, tell me a secret about you. And then they've told you a secret. And they're like, we're close, I think. (laughs) Because no one else here knows that thing about me. So, marriage? The crazy. I think this was on this date where he said he like, or was it on the first group date where he pointed out a thing about three people? He mentioned three people's conversations, and I was sitting there being like, this is so mean to the editors, because they do it with all of the people on the date. They, like, at the end, they kind of sum up the date, and they say something to each person. Yeah. And then it was, I was it, who was it? Was it Gabby or Brianna who was like... Gabby. It was Gabby, who was like, he didn't say mm-hmm. anything about me. And I was like, oh, my God. They limited him to, like, you can talk about three people or something. That's yeah. so cruel. Yeah. Uh, that seemed mean. I also was like, what if he couldn't think of anything good to say about his conversation with Gabby? And so he's just like, I'll just skip that one. Who knows? But it felt like that to her, regardless of what actually motivated her being left off the list. So she immediately is in tears. She's like, I fucked up. Like, what did you bring to the table? Nicknames. Like, that's no good. And I think we have a clip of her being comforted by a producer. Did my conversation with him like literally mean nothing? <laughs> like there was no validation at all from it. You shouldn't have to feel like a worthless person. This made me so sad. It sounded like she was gonna diss herself, and then she was like, "No, just say person." <laughs> person. Yeah, she was a one. She was about to say like worthless piece of shit, and then she <laughs> yeah, was like, "Exactly, person." person. <laughs> yeah, worthless is even in distress. Enough. She's picking her words carefully. Yeah, this killed me. Oh. Nothing should be able to make this. I mean, letting someone else make determine your worth is always rough stuff. But this early, this man yeah, did not have just, that power. It's a, bummer it's a real you're just like oh this environment is just tailor-made to make all of these women 
spiral as much as possible. And it's like, if you are an anxious or insecure person, which I am both, like this is a very rough environment. I mean, this is the thing about The Bachelor is that it is just a a setup to give all of your self-worth to a stranger that might suck and have your journey of trying to get that worth from them being broadcast on television. And so like people who do well in the show, will we've talked to people who are like, oh, it was a huge boost to my self-confidence to be like publicly like deemed desirable in that way. And I really benefited from that and it changed my life. And then for other people who don't get it, it's like, of course, there's going to be a flip yeah. side to that. Like if it's, if it really affects you positively to get it, it's going to really affect you negatively to have it withheld in that way yeah and that's That's kind of what the show's about um Mm -hmm. on that note it's time for the cocktail party and not just one more opportunity this week for these women to get some validation zach comes in and tells all the women that he felt the bad bitch energy from them and he's actually feeling like a bad bitch he's like you guys got to be validated (laughs) for your bad bitch energy who will do that for Zacharias? Zach's <laughs> I guess it for me. himself. <laughs> like that's and my then... stage name. <laughs> this was this is my favorite moment from the last I think like three years of this show. This was incredible. <laughs> he immediately blows up Christina's spot by thanking her for meeting his family, which she had not told the other women. And you can just see the the chill over the faces of all of the other women who are like, "Oh my god!" Like. And Christina's so just far like, behind. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't tell them. Yeah, I that. but that even that she handled perfectly. Like, obviously, coming home and not telling them about the family thing—perfect, exactly how you should do it. Yeah, otherwise, good you're villain from episode one. And then he, obviously, I think the producers told him to say to mention the date because they knew that she hadn't shared it and thought this would be dramatic. She diffused it immediately by saying. I hadn't told them that. And then everyone giggles together. And then it's not a thing. She's so good at this. It was It's only a thing perfect. for poor Brianna, who is completely derailed. By who takes it personally. Yeah. I mean, yes. I am like, I'm curious to see how this plays out because it seems like she diffused it. But I'm actually on, my my thought is that she should have disclosed it because when you when you don't tell them and they find out, there's always that little bit of them that's like, oh, I thought we were all like bonding gals in the house. And like, you it's kept kind of this. rough, rough either way, because if she came back and was like, I got to meet his family, like that also has gone over like very poorly in the past where people are like, oh, you're like lording this over. I mean, us. it definitely like, puts exactly. a target on It's you like the shopping days. Yeah. 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 It's like just, when you, you have, have to a walk in with a shopping regardless. bag. It's tough. I just yeah. think you have to cop to it, but in a way that is humble. I, I was terrible. Like... I sucked. I look ugly. I was, I hate, <laughs> hated me. It went badly, but I oh, did meet that, his entire you know family that is, at a party. That is the actual move. Like, I got to do this, but honestly, it I was tripped like, and fell so, on my way in and I stayed yeah, it was so down awkward. And like, I don't even know. Yeah. It's like that scene in Mean Girls. Like, I have bad breath in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this again i'm like so on the sister wives train lately it's like when the new sister wife didn't tell the other sister wives that that the husband picked out her wedding dress which he had not done for any of the first three wives and she hid that from them and it it began a rift that ultimately mm. led to her being the only one left 
in 2022. Maybe um, it's a good strategy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if that's what you want. I mean, yeah. Uh, so Zach sits with Gabby again. He's ready for take two. He's like, how are you adjusting? Are you ready to like have a normal conversation? And she's like, yeah, it's getting easier, but I do feel like we're behind. But I just wanted to tell you that like, you're, you have incredible character and I'm so excited that it's you. And this is what Zach needs to hear. So yeah. he really brightens he just needed, up. Perfect. He needed to be amped up a little bit. Yes. Perfectly played, Gabby. She really Perfectly turned it around played. in this conversation. Yes, and he tells she her that with her to. specifically, he gets so giddy <clears throat> and butterflies constantly when they're together, which I think it's incredible that you just like can't tell at all. I'm like Zach, <laughs> like, show her side. I've of seen that. no he evidence cool of butterflies Zach. as ice around Gabby, but you throw a Reese's peanut butter cup in his face and he loses all control. <laughs> he gets completely lost in it. <laughs> I mean, I was just so excited to learn another fun fact about Zach, which is that not only does he like frozen pizzas, he also likes peanut butter cups. And it's my favorite candy. A, same. As a chocolate and peanut butter person, this makes me feel close to Zach. Now, do like you think they said no cups? brand because he's into like yes. a Trader Joe's peanut butter cup or because they didn't have a sponsorship? Like, could he be into an off-brand Variety. Maybe. Or he's just probably really into Reese's and they're like, you can't <laughs> say Reese's. Me too. Yeah. Me yeah too. That's yeah. my assumption. They look like Reese's to me, but Ugh, it really made me crave them. I was so upset I didn't have them at home. I know. I, I also was like, wait, where do I, I need yeah, to Yeah, where go can to, I get them? Where can I get peanut butter cups? <laughs> yeah. I watched that scene at 8 a.m. So I was saved from from too much <laughs> the uh, craving. craving. But oh. she uh, she has brought him this as a gift and She's like, should we Lady and the Tramp one? And he's like, yeah. Duh. And of course, she ultimately bites his lip because it's actually kind of hard to Lady and the Tramp a peanut butter cup. <laughs> yeah, they're not, not that. They're not, not like that long. <laughs> and he's like, but I liked it though. The bite. He liked being bitten. And mm. they finally kiss. They kiss. Woo! And she's like, Into I felt it. so normal. I love getting to fit in at this house by kissing Zach, which is everyone's hobby. His lips She's are like, like I can still taste his lips. <laughs> his lips are indistinguishable from peanut butter cup texture. <laughs> Do with that what you will. She Frankly, couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> I would also be like, I love the taste of Zach's lips. Me if too, they just forever. tasted like Reese's. <laughs> I mean, that is a perfect thing, strategy. How are you gonna know if you're hormonally compatible if you're always mm. freshening your breath with peanut butter cups? <laughs> just like a I think question. I like kissing him, but maybe I just like peanut butter cups. I Honestly, I feel like Gabby is going to do well. I feel like she just turned it around and like... Agreed. It's only going to go up from here for her. All they both needed to know is that the other person finds them very attractive. Exactly. And they're like... I mean, that's often. 90% of all. any functional relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. You have to think that if she had just sat down with Zach that first night and been like... I'm also looking for a best friend, and I love that we have that in common, that he would have made out with her and she maybe given her the rose. Like, it was just a slight tactical error by trying to share things about herself. Um, so Brooklyn has brought a lasso to teach Zach to lasso. Meanwhile, Brianna is on the struggle bus. She Ooh. has still gotten no validation from Zach. She didn't get the group date rose. She has only gotten America's rose. The thing that's, I'm like, you did get validation from Zach, though. 
they they I did don't make think out. That she I don't think she felt it. I don't think she yeah. really like it really landed for her. But this made me sad because I was like, you did express your concern. And he did say explicitly, you're here because I want you here. And then he made out with you. And honestly, that's kind of the most Zach can give. That's the yeah. most a bachelor can give outside of a structure of a of a date rose kind of thing, you know? Like Yeah. I do think it's also hard for women on this show and men when it's reversed that like the lead will just like lie. Like they're always yeah, like, you don't, oh, you so don't know how to trust it. Yeah. Because when you at, when you're like, oh, I've been having such a hard time. I don't know if I should be here. It's a very rare lead who will like in the middle of a date be like, actually, yeah, I don't know why you're here either. I think you should leave. They're always like, no, I want yeah. you here. And then they send you home at the rose ceremony. So like. It's hard to like fully. No, trust I that. I feel for her. I completely yeah, understand. Too. She's being done dirty by the producers too. Obviously, yeah. they're milking this. You you don't have Zach's rose yet. You have America's rose, but not Zach's rose, right? Yeah. That has to be really hard. But yeah. Christina's doing really well. Do you think she's? You know, I can just feel the producing yeah. Brianna. Unfortunately, I, I yeah. think that the the thing that sucks is that clearly Brianna. You know, she's twenty four. Like she is very susceptible to that kind of suggestion and production, and she. It's getting to her, and it's just it's just a really big bummer. I know, and also because she's been so successful on her own and is so polished and able to, like, make a present. I mean, she's in business. Like, she's been successful, so you can tell. I can feel that she's, like, presented things before. She feels like she could be on Shark Tank, and yet in a one-on-one conversation, that comes off a little bit strangely in this context when you're supposed to like let it all loose like there's still a level of poise that she hasn't learned exactly how to dial down the like you know authenticity dial that up and down yeah it almost feels like the same thing as having walls up as i think uh we'll get into later um yes that might be but she's feeling she's feeling stressed about this and Stressed about how Christina met Zach's family and how all the other women are, like, making out with Zach. And it's made her kind of revisit the first night when she talked to Christina. And Christina was teasing her about her rose dress and being like, that's not a coincidence. This was rigged. And then she says, you know, like, I hate you, JK. And Brianna's like, that actually made me really uncomfortable. It felt like a slap in the face. And so she asked Christina to sit down with her to address it and tells Christina that this comment made it harder for her to feel comfortable, specifically the like, I hate you, JK comment. And she's like, it made me wonder if this would be a safe environment for me to find love or make friends. And Christina sort of like, oh, well, thank you so much for bringing this to me. Like, that would never be my intention. I'm so sorry that your feelings were hurt by me. And then she's like, I don't specifically remember making that comment or like maliciously intending to hurt your feelings, but like, I'm sorry that happened. And Brianna tells Christina, like, I'm choosing to believe that you don't remember. I'm choosing to believe there's no malicious intent, but for us to be real friends, I'll need to see actions. And she's still annoyed afterwards. She's like, I shouldn't have had to deal with that. And it got in my head and it rattled me. I I just feel like so conflicted about this because I put myself in Brianna's shoes and I'm like completely on Brianna's side and I put myself in Christina's shoes and I'm like, well, maybe it wasn't like 
actually a, a malicious comment. She's just joking and did not expect it to be taken negatively. But I, it's so hard to like parse from from an outside perspective, like the right way to handle this almost. Here's what's tough too. The fact that she didn't mention it until this moment because the show has put her on such an arc. The fact that we didn't see her react to this moment in real time in the first episode right. means that it really, the show is leading us to believe that she's just grasping for this in this moment to mm. try to get some ground. That's at least how I felt like the show was trying to produce it into. And they give, you know, Christina this like, as they love to do, they give her this like beautiful monologue opportunity to like give a f- as full an apology as she can before she even knows what she do- what she did. She gives like a really you know she's so sorry, and then she's like, "What did exactly? Do you remember what I said or whatever it was?" And so it's yeah. kind of like they're they're doing they're doing Brianna dirty here. I think they are making it look like this was something that she pulled out <sighs> yeah. of thin air in this moment, and who knows if that was the case? I mean, for all we know, the minute Christina said it. She was talking to a producer and was like, that destabilized me. I'm insecure already. That comment, Christina feels very alpha. Like, that comment felt like it really got under my skin. And we just didn't hear about it until this moment. It is the kind of comment that, like, you might not want to make a big deal about it because it is being presented as very, like, I'm just joking around. But it gets in your head a little bit because it's, like, it feels like the kind of joke that comes from the truth. That's, like, I'm just saying this because it's what I actually feel but it's now I'm saying those JK. things that, that feels very, very impossible to parse. And it's like, yeah, you you don't know what the intention was behind the comment. I was glad that Christina did apologize yeah. and didn't like come at her. I also felt for Brianna and totally understood why she would feel rattled and insecure or like sometimes you get a vibe from someone and you're like, yeah. I don't really understand. I'm I'm not getting great energy from you. I think where Brianna got tripped up is in like sitting with this too, for too long and like stewing on it and bringing mm-hmm. it to Zach. Like I think probably she should have tactically, like I don't blame her on an emotional level, but like tactically it would have yeah. been smarter to kind of leave it there and be like, okay, I'm going to wait for those actions. I also want to say, like, I I don't think that Brianna should have had to get into all of this, but the more I think about what Christina said, like, it feels like just joking around. But when you imagine, like, Brianna's perspective as, like, a Black woman coming into this house who's, like, worked really hard for everything she has, and, like, this, like, blonde lady starts being like, oh, you already have a rose. This is rigged. You know, that's kind of loaded language to me. Um, and I can see why that would immediately be like, oh, this this woman is like making these little jabs at me in this way that feels like plausibly defensible. Like she's just joking around with me. But it's it's yeah, it's evoking some things that make me feel extremely unwelcome and like I don't belong here. Yeah. And that was an insecurity she was already having. Plus they met before. Who knows what their dynamic was like before. Yeah. And then to apologize in this way that's, like, in one way very full-throated, but also is, like, I don't remember saying that. Like, maybe she doesn't remember saying it, but I can also see being sort of, like, that almost feels like you're not fully owning it. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would be very hard mm-hmm. to 
to feel, like she said, like safe and comfortable, like interacting with someone who is like taking that tack. And I think it was completely fair for her to be like, I'm choosing to believe what you're saying. And also, you know, I want to see actions from you. Yeah, yeah, like that made a lot of sense. And it also makes sense to me that like, yeah, as a black woman in a space that is very white dominated, that you would have kind of your hackles up a little bit and that you would be like kind of primed to be like, I'm going to receive microaggressions in this environment. So all of that makes sense. I think like what bummed me out is that is that she really that it really did like rattle her and then it did really impact her yeah, conversation. She was encouraged with Zach, to bring it up after. Yeah. yeah the fact that like, she was encouraged just... to even bring it up with Christina, like on the show and have a sit down where they got ready, you know, like and Christina knew it was coming. So she got to like get her ducks in a row mentally and is coming from a much clearer, less like whipped up anxiety place. I, I just think there's a lot of producing yeah. in this. I could just feel it. I yeah, felt bad. I, I agree. Felt so bad for Brianna. And it does seem like, yeah, the the thing that 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 upset me the most was that she did talk to Zach about it. And like if you are going to have the conversation with Christina one-on-one and try to like quash it and be like, now we're just going to try to move forward and see how things go. You kind of yeah, have to this just was leave such it an error. there. Yeah. yeah. It was a huge error. Because why like, would yeah. you want to bring it to Zach anyway? Like, unless you absolutely have to, because she's now both of her conversations with him are just about how she's struggling Ravens. and that's yeah. never a tactical decision. Well, it's also just simply like not, really an effective way to bond with someone you don't know because it's Mm -hmm. not an exchange it it sets the dynamic as like you're a fragile person that needs to be comforted I'm not like saying that as a judgment on Brianna but like that's sort of the dynamic that's been set up in the very limited interactions she's had with Zach and like that's not like a light like if you go on a first date with someone and you like sit down and you're like I'm really on, like, I feel really rattled. Like, are you, do you even want me to be here? It's not really like an easy way to bond. Yeah. It's also not his attachment style. So (laughs) it's not going to be a winning strategy. (laughs) No. He wants a caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it never goes well. Like, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not a tactical move. So she does sit down with Zach and, tells him that the first night she had all these fears that people would feel negatively towards her but everyone was nice except one person i think we have a little clip of of this part of the conversation for the most part it was like good like everyone was nice to me and i got to know them but one person it's tough like do you want to know who it is or do you feel like it's out of respect i, I, I don't want to like ask i mean if you want to like I, I want you to i want us to be honest with each other truthfully so. yeah I mean, if if you're comp- if you want to share, if you think it's like something that needs to be shared, I am someone that doesn't like drama at all. I but know. if it's like, if it needs to be brought up or if it's already been handled, then that's great too. Okay, perfect. Then so that's, I'm not gonna that's say great. Anyone's I, cause I, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you just like feel the labor in this negotiation where he's I like, know. he's like, I, please don't tell me. Please don't tell me. I but know. like, if you need to tell me, but did you handle it? And she's like, do you want me to tell you? Should I be telling? Is it? Uh, I won't tell you. I was just already cringing. I know. There's yeah. like a way this uh, goes. And the way it goes is that you'd go, you full, 
again, to use their lingo, you tattle, you go the full, you say who it is, and then you have to have the thing with the three of you and you try to blow up this other bond. But she ha- she like stops part of the way there because she is realizing, I think in real time, that this is not working. I mean, he's it's not, not even looking her in the eyes. To be fair to her, like he keeps validating her in some ways, but his body language is like, he is not feeling it. He's not even looking oh, at her yeah. really or like giving her the time of day. He doesn't really care that she's been hurt by this person, whoever it is. He doesn't want to know who it is. Like, so she's not imagining things at all. She's fully no. having, no. this is the experience she's having a hundred thousand percent and the show. It's just and not everyone tactical. is treating her. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, not, I don't think not, any of us blame her for like having these feelings or being unsure of how to handle mm-hmm. it. I think that like this show sets women up to be in situations where they are not tactical or they are their most kind of like insecure and diminished selves. Like that yeah. is literally the structure of the show. And, and that's mean, kind of what we're seeing here. Aren't we getting, aren't we getting a little hint of like production being like, don't you think Zach deserves to know? Like exactly. Oh, yeah. He went on, she met yeah. his family. Like you should, yeah. he's got to know. He, he's going to need to know that she's not like such a nice girl. Yeah. And yeah. so she's like, right. Uh, you tell him. And then she's like, do you want to know? And he's like, he's like, not no. really, but maybe. And she's like, are you sure that you do or don't want to know? And he's like, ah, I don't know. Plus he's talking to her like an employee. It's so weird. Like the way he's communicating yeah. with her is he's so like, stilted and do, strange. It's like HR. You do need HR to get involved. Yeah. Uh, we HR. will consider it, but are you sure you want to file a yeah. formal yeah. complaint? Are you sure it needs to be escalated at this point? Like, have you tried grabbing coffee and just like talking it out? Yeah. It's, I, I'm sure it would have gotten even messier if she had named Christina. Exactly. But yeah. It's like, she suffers from the tattletale appearance, even though she doesn't ultimately say the name. And so she describes the comments and he's like, oh yeah, that would be really annoying. Um, to hear. And she says, you know, it made me feel like people here hate me. And she was just like the one to admit it in this way. And he's like, yeah, anyway, I really feel like you have walls up. And our conversations haven't been fun. It's been very strict and serious. And that's not the kind of guy I am. (laughs) And I've started to feel like I'm doing something wrong. And she's like, no, you've never done something wrong. And then it's like conversation over. It's so bad. Here's what here's what I think is going on. I'm I'm developing a theory that I think the people who are most successful on this show have really healthy, authentic seeming personas. They have who they really (laughs) are. No, I'm serious. Like a persona in the like Jungian sense, like an actual Mm -hmm. persona that they can deploy on social media because they're all Zoomers at the Gen Zers at this point. So they're all like, you know, they get it. But like they have a version of themselves that's really close to who they are, but it is slightly heightened and it's a protective layer so that you don't get hurt on like a cellular level when you face Mm -hmm. any kind of rejection or whatever. And the people who have really polished ones like Christina kill it on this show because they're a little bit more bulletproof. And then you look at Brianna, who's like really polished in some ways, but doesn't have that protective shell yet. She's just being herself in a like professional context where she's trying to put her best foot forward. And it feels like she has walls up, which is like a phrase that is supposed to allude to some like past heartbreak. But I think in this case, all he's seeing is like, I'm not talking to a persona. And that feels weird because all day I sit down and I have conversations with people's personas. And that's what I'm getting used to on this show. He doesn't have one either, by the way. His will have to build. (laughs) He doesn't. 
He doesn't have one. That's what we're responding to. Like, that's why it feels like he would come across so much better on, like, a hidden camera thing, camera thing, because hidden camera, (laughs) that also, that's a show I'm bringing to ABC (laughs) this fall. Um, It's like a, you know, it feels like he doesn't have that. It's a really helpful thing to have a persona like that. Every pub, almost every public figure has one, like, even even reality show figures, they just have one that's really close to their true identity so much that we feel like we know them. Obviously, we don't. It's part of the dance. So I just think, like, yeah. he needs to build his. I think Brianna that's needs really hers. They need astute. protection. They're just yeah, getting too Yeah, hurt. You're, just, you're just watching some of these people get, like, so banged up in such a genuine way. And, like, that is, it's painful to watch. And I think maybe that's what I'm, responding to when I'm like, no, don't say that to him. Cause I'm just like, I want you to protect yourself exactly. more effectively. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't um, have like a date persona. She has a business meeting persona. Exactly. It's like, That's yeah, why I'm like, I can picture business. her like getting yeah. every shark investing in her business on Shark Tank, like in a heartbeat <laughs> yeah. there. She would be flawless. It's just in this context, like you need a different kind of yeah, percent. And that's yeah. hard. Like I don't yeah. like to be clear, I think I would be horrible at having that too. That's a really, really tough thing to do i am gonna say yeah. also that i think that zach like you said he doesn't have one he flourishes when he can kind of just receive the persona of someone exactly else. this yeah. is actually a very tricky thing he needs to convey to brianna that what is going on in their conversations is not growing their connection but without doing more damage and he like can't quite negotiate that like he needed to say something like you know I really care how you're doing in the house and like I want to hear about it. I also want us to talk about, you know, who we are as people and what we have in common. So why don't we take a little time now to like to do that because I want to feel like we're still getting to know each other and that we're not. Instead, he's like, you have walls up. Yeah. You're serious. I'm Did I do something wrong? Like, <laughs> that makes I was like, no, strategically, bad. though, I thought I respected the move of being like, am I doing something wrong? I was like, that's a very manipulative and effective way to go in this moment because you're like, <laughs> you're like insulting her and then you're like, am I doing this to you? Am I turning you into a serious person? It's like, I feel now like I'm comforting you? How did you do through. that? That he was, like, being too harsh and then was like, is it me? That is what (laughs) I do. It is so true, though, Allison, that, like, he just lays this heavy critique on her that's like, you're fucking this up. And then is like, (laughs) is it, did I do something wrong? So then she doesn't get to respond to anything except to reassure him that he's not doing anything wrong. Yeah. And then it just ends. Oh. (laughs) This what Brutal. a mess! What a mess! This whole conversation—it's like watching like four year olds played soccer. It's just like <laughs> it's, a, it's a yeah. It's you're a like, no. And with that, it's time for the rose ceremony, and the roses yep. go to Brooklyn, Genevieve, Greer, Allie, Charity, Katie, Gabby, Ariel, Anastasia, Kylie, Davia, Mercedes, Bailey, and Brianna. Catherine, Christina, and Jess already have roses. So going home are Kat, Kimberly, and Victoria. A couple of things. Our, All our the women who have roses are in black strapless tops they all were wearing and then were brunettes with blonde highlights they the three of them in the cluster <laughs> yes. was like there's a uniform for wow. this evening and they all it actually very very similar and then you zoom out and there's so much variety and for a moment I there's was like there's so much color theme. there's long dresses short dresses like <laughs> be very cool um but that blew my mind I just had to draw attention to that it was 
wild. And Kat yeah. going home, I feel like, ruined everyone's brackets because she had so much charisma and seemed like she was going to be the source of some... She just felt like prison. Like, it she felt like she was going to be around goofy. for the whole season. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wanted more problem. goofy energy. She's goofy, but I don't think that she is weird enough. And she's certainly not interested Dramatic. in drama that I think yeah. they were finally like, you know, You're I not think giving she's not giving need. what we need. Like, you need to be incredibly weird, like Ashley Salter, or you need to be weird in a way that lends itself to drama. And But she's just kind of, like, friendly with everyone yeah. and, like, a little weird. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't enough. She's all of us. There. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Kat our, is all of us. So our quirky girl, Kat, went home, and then Kimberly and Victoria are two 30-year-olds. So, oh, my God. Goodbye. And Kimberly wiping yeah. her tear with her shoulder was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Uh, Kimberly oh, was so, so I was like, how could you send home a woman who would wipe her tears in that adorable With her She's older. I was she like, was I'm so going to try that next time. I'll end up looking like I'm just smelling my armpits, but I think it looked so yeah. elegant when she did it. And she was trying to be so fair in her exit interview. She I was know. like, Zach, you know, Zach gave me the fairest chance he could. So I'm fine. He oh, did his God. absolute best with this garbage pile. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Victoria luckily has one million TikTok followers, so she does not need to do well on The Bachelor, and I think she'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this brings us to, I think, my favorite credit sequence of all time. This, me too. I think so too. I lost it. Lost. This it. was fascinating. This was it's, fascinating. It's I a, watch a whole season of this conversation. People oh can keep yeah, semesters of like of women's studies based on this. Oh one yeah, like this is gender theory in yeah, one conversation. Hundred percent. Victoria's like, okay, ladies, like fun relationship <laughs> question. Like at what point in your relationship do you like feel comfortable like farting in front of a partner? And half of these women are like, I don't I fart. don't fart. I don't poop. <laughs> I don't have any bodily functions. It's actually disgusting to even hint that women have bodily functions. And I will run across the highway into whatever to, random someone building else's is there to house. escape. Yeah. I'm like, guys, you're here looking for a best friend and a husband. Are you planning to actually spend? I realize a lot of you are like 24 and you have only had like relationships in dorms and there are lots of bathrooms around. But like, have you ever considered sharing an apartment like or a house? studio? Yeah. Like, what if you have to live the, with that person? The thing that kills me, first of all, I feel like I could write Jess's dialogue at this point because I feel like I'm in her soul. But when she said, I did it once by accident while I was sleeping, when I, I was, was like, asleep. of course you did. Of she course you only farted in front of a boy once and you were sleeping and it was an accident. It was just so perfect. <laughs> Oh, my God. And then Kimberly is holding the line of, like, it's beautiful when you can, like, you know, be your true self and and fart and poop in front of people. Yeah, of course, it's, like, women who are over 27 are, yeah, like, both the 30-year-olds are, like, well, it just happens. Victoria's, like, I mean, that's just a body thing. It's just what bodies do. Bodies have to do these things sometimes. And Genevieve, very gamely, is, like, I'll do I'll take it for the team. I'll do it. I'll, I'll fart in front of Yeah. <laughs> So, you know what? I just, just I want, I want freedom for these women. I want to be like, it's okay if your boyfriend learns at some point that you do poop. Like if, yeah, if your gastrointestinal tract is functioning in the way yeah. a human beings should, I mean, it's going to happen. You, just, I'm if sorry, these women wait. can have a baby successfully, is that what you're about to say? Yeah. Claire? I was you can say, successfully go through a pregnancy, delivery, and 
post with never like, farting or pooping. <laughs> it's not possible at a certain. Point. Are you gonna Are you gonna ban your husband from the delivery room because yeah, you're like gonna you're gonna, gonna shit yourself. You will. Like, <laughs> and my husband insists that he does not remember this happening, which is very kind of him. But like it happened, <laughs> and he was there. Uh, and then there is the first poop after vaginal delivery. I can't. Which a story is, I cannot tell here, but is. It is Epic. just like a household event. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, it's his oh child God. that caused this problem for me. Like, yeah, you're not allowed I'm to not go home until that it happens. Secret. <laughs> no, you can't leave the hospital until it happens, at least with the C section. You're not allowed to go. Oh, really? Anyway, no, yeah. I did mine at home. And then it was like, I like cried. And then afterwards, I came out and told him every detail of what had happened. <laughs> because, like, why should I have to have that knowledge to myself? Yeah. Like, would you have to suffer in silence because you need to maintain the like, myth that your body never does body no things? you put me on you were 50 percent of this issue like yeah. take it on with me hold it with also me. like yeah. i don't know i live with i live with my boyfriend I, I have not given birth but like i have had you know some stomach i'm an ashkenazi jew who's in her <laughs> 30s like i've had some stomach issues like what like i'm sorry we live in a two-bedroom apartment yeah like it's just do I sometimes wish that I didn't live in an apartment so small that, like, the bathroom is, like, right next to the kitchen table? <laughs> Absolutely. Sometimes <laughs> I wish it weren't so likely that he could hear everything. But, like, I'm not going to, like, go downstairs to my neighbors and, like, be like, can <laughs> I use your chair? Claire, two people yeah, Claire, in that conversation can't, can't go downstairs. That. You can't be in your building. <laughs> You have Anastasia to the and Catherine were like, I have gone across the street to someone else's house. That's how they put it. Someone else's are, house. Honestly, are that they is just like great knocking to... on strangers. <laughs> That's a great way to get to know your neighbors. A great way. What if a man? What if a man answers the door? You can't tell him. Well, is he hot? Exactly. Is he tall? <laughs> if he's tall, you can't. You have to go to the next house. He's tall. Next. Sorry. No. If he's I, six four, nothing. you can't tell him. It's wrong door. <laughs> oh my god! I really hoped uh, that, like, with Gen Z, the the ladies were going to be a little more like comfortable with their bodies than than we were no, told to be. But apparently not. If they are, they're not coming on The Bachelor. We got to. No. Yeah, there's been there's been no the show knows how to find I've people. Learned. They know We've got to wear lingerie them. always, crew. In this. Oh my god. But, well, I think that, that is where we where we end, Allison. <laughs> Thank you for going on this journey with us. Thank and you so much thank for you having me. For, for gamely admitting that your body does do body things and it's okay. And thank you for not being so vulgar enough as to say it out loud. The act I mean, I would never. I'm a woman. Does or I'm doesn't a woman. do. Same, obviously. We don't, you know, we don't say it. We don't or say or the deny. word. I don't want to make any headlines here, guys. I don't want to <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> I don't want to like, you know, stir up another news cycle. Pod. <laughs> breaking news woman admits uh, can't confirm or deny opens Thank up you. about bodily functions on <laughs> I mean given that my tenure on girls none of this should be new information I have peed on yeah. camera perhaps pooped, I can't even remember um, anyway yeah you're like we really we've been got here. that done yeah <laughs> thank you for coming uh, we hope you can come back again soon it's always such a delight thank you and now it's time for love to see it hate to see it let's start with the positive we got some love to see it 
Yeah. I want to bring that bad bitch positive energy this week. I love to see that Zach is loosening up just a little bit. I mean, it's a low bar, but he was so tense and nervous that first that first week and we see a little bit more naturalness from Zach this week like he's starting to get more comfortable with the cameras following him not 100% comfortable but progress and I'm glad to see that some of it maybe was just those first night jitters and it gives me some hope for this season credit where credit is due um we also love to see the affirmation that sometimes bad bitches cry please just I don't know Put that on an inspirational poster, set up an Etsy shop. We love it. Just because I cry all the time doesn't mean doesn't I'm not mean. a bad bitch. I am a bad bitch. <laughs> Stenciling that on my mirror. I did love to see Zach taking the idea of parenthood really seriously, talking through his fears about it. Just because these these scripts that that the leads, especially the male leads, often use on these dates to address these big questions are so trite and disingenuous. And even if it's a little awkward to see him like word vomit all of his fears about becoming a stepdad to Christina's daughter to her face, it's real. It's honest. It's a little more textured than just another guy being like, I don't, that doesn't scare me at all. I love that. Here's a rose. And I appreciate that. I agree. And also it's like, if you are truly thinking about parenthood, it makes sense that you would be like, wow, that is a really big responsibility. And maybe I should have a healthy amount of fear that causes me to actually think through what it would mean to take on that bonus parent role. So we love to see that. Personally, um, I loved to see Jess's leather trench coat on the group date, and we got a couple other, a couple other good fashion moments yeah. from Anastasia and several of the other women. If as we're well. gonna bring back fashions from the decades when we were already alive, and so it seems really too soon for them to be back already, like a good '90s leather trench is something yes. that I enjoy. It makes me feel like I'm watching like a rom com from the golden era or yes. something. Like this is uh, what I need. Thank you, Josh. So true, Claire. And now it's time for Hate to See It. I hate to see the insufficient Chiron usage. It is episode two. And as much as I appreciate some less face-blind people than me filling in our doc with exactly who Zach was making out with no, at various you're points. Still, you're still on the money, Claire. Like, they, they, do, they do not make enough use of the Chirons on this show, and it's infuriating. It's episode two. We don't know who they are yet. Put the Chiron up every time. <laughs> Every time. Just do it. It's not that hard to do this in post. We also hate to see Tajwan coming in so hot and then immediately just bursting into flames. Just the most openly manufactured drama that I think we have seen yet this season. I was like, this is just so clearly just crafted as a dramatic storyline by production And it just left kind of a bad taste to me. Same. Speaking of manufactured productions that leave a bad taste in your (laughs) mouth, I really hated to see Gabby and Brianna both already spiraling out and kind of clearly being, like, set up to feel insecure and spiral. It's just, it's too early in the season. I hate this for them. I hate this for us. I truly have hated to see the way that Brianna was 
put in a position to like seem to be set up to succeed, but actually she was being set up to fail, fail. by getting this rose from America and just being put in this position where she has like a target on her back but at the same time like hasn't yet been given any rose by Zach like it's just kind of a weird weird position for her to be in psychologically and I'm not a fan no more America's roses guys like please they're not marrying America they're marrying Zach their best friend (laughs) their best friend (laughs) America's not your best friend Zach is your (laughs) Very best friend. Exactly. And finally, we hate to see so many women who have been socialized to believe that it is disgusting to ever let their partners even think for a second that their human bodies function like human bodies do. Um, women yeah. do poop. I hate I hate to break it to you. I'm sorry, yeah. but it, it has to be said. It's we're just like everyone else. And by everyone else, I mean men um (laughs) women poop men poop non-binary people poop everybody poops human i actually have a picture book in my house called everybody poops and it is bang that's true it's true (laughs) (laughs) have you ever seen such an accurate children's book nothing will make you feel so open and body positive about poop as having a baby for the reasons mentioned before but also because then you have to potty train someone and poop is everywhere and you have to we like do it yeah i don't know it's just it's a thing it's honestly Guys, fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine i hope everyone's gastrointestinal tracts are working in so that they can poop. yeah that's what i wish for all of you it's truly unhealthy to feel like you need to hold your poop in like it's not good for you it can cause real issues i want women to feel comfortable knowing that it is okay to have these things happening and that one day when they have a relationship with someone that lasts longer than two 15-minute conversations on television, (laughs) they will have to get comfortable having bodies around that person. It's it's sad to see every generation of women just being raised to feel like they a man won't be attracted to them if they fart in his presence ever. God. Which brings us to our episode rating, our personality rating out of 10 Berzakis. And look, we said last time after our arguably brutal 1.5 rating that the only place he could go from here is up. And he did. Yeah. He did. There was improvement. There was some improvement. I feel like we got to know a little bit more about Zach. We got to see him respond to some not all, but some conversation points uh, with what seemed like genuine feeling and personality. I'm feeling 3.5. Yeah, that feels good. I was between a 3 and a 4. And do you yeah. know what's between a 3 and a 4? A 3.5. Yeah. 3.5 for Zachies, everyone. Give it up. I'm so proud of him. He, I'm so proud of him. He deemed job, himself Zach. to have bad bitch energy. He wore a leather jacket, even if he didn't totally convince me that he has edge. He He's likes peanut butter cups. Out there. He likes peanut butter cups. He is afraid about whether he'll be a good dad. Like, I feel like I know more about Zach as a person, and we've got to give it up for that. Hey. 
And on that note, that is it for Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Thanks to our wonderful guest, Allison Williams. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Tamika Weatherspoon. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer. If you like our show, please remember to follow us wherever you get your podcasts, rate us five stars, leave a review, and of course, spread the word to all your friends about our show. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at clarinemmapod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at Love to See It Pod and Instagram at clarinemmapod. And you can find our newsletter, Rich Text, on Substack at clarinemma.substack.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We will be back next week with more of Zach's beautiful journey. Stitcher. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.